So three Italians and a German do a podcast. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Nightmares Podcast. I'm, of course, Mark, and I'm here with the usual suspect of switching uh, the cameras and controlling the sound, Zach. It's hanging out. The um, uh, the um, He can wave. He's got his own camera, too. Um, and then I am here, of course, with the fantastic Vinny Prisco, who's hanging out with us today. He's in, the Freddy, he's in the Freddy versus Jason um, uh, thing. We're adding in new angles here. And then we have, of course, he is, this is his second time around, um, but he's hanging out by himself. Lon Zarnicki. <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost fucked it up then. <laughs> almost, almost. I almost fucked it up. I almost fucked it up, but I did not. Sir, introduce yourself for those new people that are stopping by. Uh, uh, Lon Zernicke, uh you want me to give the whole spiel of everything? Absolutely, I'm give with? the whole spiel all about you. All right, uh, one half owner of Black Martin Brands. We do horror uh, housewares, collectibles. Uh, we do props for haunted houses and the like. And then the new Monster Purge coming this October to St. Charles, which we'll get into. The uh, it's gonna Super be cool. it's gonna be a really fucking awesome time. I'm actually yeah. really excited. The um so Lon and I and the rest of the crew have actually known each other for quite some time. Yeah. Probably coming up on three years yeah, now. Right. Um, I met him through. Yeah. I um, actually met him through a networking event that was completely unrelated to oh, all yeah. of this. I was trying to get his business at another job right. I was at. And that was actually for a different business. Yeah, I, a, I own. Yeah, correct. Like and then and, and, and you know what? I I didn't get the sale, but I ended up uh, winning the friendship. <laughs> <laughs> which I was much, much happier because I'm not with that company anymore anyway. So um, I was very happy to, to walk away yeah. with the friendship um, than, than the sale in that particular regard. The um, So, um, so yeah, and so, you know, for our guests, maybe we'll, like, do more of a deep dive on, like, how you got into everything and, like, you know, you know your passion for horror. Because I know, you know, we had a very yeah. long conversation the last time you were on, but, like, but for the new people stopping in, like, where did all this, you know, the crazy fandom of horror start for you, man? Yeah, we, we, there was a conversation we had back at Ghoulish Mortals. Yep. I don't know, like a decade ago. <laughs> it feels uh, like it. Great place. Anybody who's interested, go to ghoulishmortals.com uh, or ghoulishmortals.shop. Um, but for me, it was, I was ever since I was a little kid, watched horror movies. And my dad used to work late sometimes and he'd come home and the two of us would, watch horror movies online and you know we're talking wolfman frankenstein dracula the, the classics all the best um and Svanguli <laughs> was the guy that we watched of course um and even back then it was more well actually it was still son of Svanguli mostly there but we caught a little bit of the reruns of the actual Svanguli, the, re, the original um but there was one specific movie that i remember when i was a kid watching that scared the living shit out of me and it was called The Crawling Hand. Now, The Crawling Hand was nice. a very old movie. I, I love how Vinny is the only other person right. at this table who's actually seen that movie. I, you know, I've actually only seen parts of it. Um, <laughs> it's familiar, but I remember seeing, I think I actually saw it advertised on Svenguli. Yeah, back. right. That's why I saw it was on Svenguli show. Yeah, and they, but this was like the later Svenguli that I think yeah, yeah, on yeah. like the like 10, 15, 20 years ago. Right, right. You probably saw was, the original. It was, right? it was, the, well, the, the movie was about a, a, a guy out in space, an astronaut out in space who gets a space disease and <laughs> wants to come back. And they said, no, you can't come back. You've got a space disease. He's like, well, I'm coming back anyway. So they blow up his ship on the way in. But he, since he blows up on reentry, as they shoot him up, his hand comes through the atmosphere and his hand survives. And his hand lands on the ground and now it's alive and goes to get revenge on everybody who blew up his ship and stopped him <laughs> nice. from coming in. Um, 
sensational movie scared the shit out of me. And I remember waking up the next morning because I had nightmares all night and I was tossing and turning and I woke up the next morning exhilarated by that experience and love that I was terrified and the, the thrill it gave me. And I was like, yeah, this is for me. So, <laughs> so yeah, so I, I just was watching horror movies my whole life pretty much. So. Nice, nice. And then you eventually decided to turn it into some type of business because you yeah. have a marketing background and, right. and, and you have a couple other businesses right. that you've done over the years and then eventually landed on on this um, a wonderful business venture that you're doing right now. Yeah, so for my day job, I say my day job, but really now they're all my day job. But yeah. my original day job was uh, graphic design, websites, multimedia, advertising, marketing. Wow. Uh, and I still own that company. I still have that one. Um, and when I say own that company, it's it's me. It's not like I have 30 people with me. You know, but, um, <laughs> Your entourage. Right. Um, but that was the vehicle for me to get to work out of my house. And uh, then at one point... Um, I started Black Martin Brands. We'd always, uh, my wife and I, my wife who's also big into horror, Amy Martin, so much so that that was kind of one of our bonding things was the the horror connection. And we loved it so much, we actually got married on October 31st, <laughs> um, 2013 now. Um, but we would always watch the horror movies. We watched, there's weeks and months where we'd go by and we'd watch at least one horror movie every night. That's fantastic. And sometimes two and three. So that's why it's hard for people to come up and say, oh, well, did you see this movie? And like, I own it on DVD. <laughs> um, so we started the collection that way. And we always did a home haunt. So we had a house surrounded by kids, Pingree Grove. And we had a lot of kids that came into the house and we would do our own haunted garage walkthrough kind of thing. And we didn't buy, back then, Spirit Halloween sucked, right? They didn't really have some good stuff. And we mm. made all our own stuff. And after a while, it was like some of the other families that did haunted houses, they were like, that's cool. Can you make one of those for me? And I did for them. And then next thing you know, I'm making more and more props for things. And so we said, hey, why don't we just start a business? So we started making, Amy was doing wow. dolls and I was doing some props. And that's how Black Martin Brand started. Black Martin took off, uh, became, we started doing the shows and the conventions and all that stuff. And it was great got a lot of popularity got a lot of good feedback we started selling in stores like ghoulish mortals and now we sell a lot of our stuff at all the haunted houses in the area they all gift shops at the end and it's all our stuff in their gift shops um for uh, evil intentions uh for uh, hell's gate um so we're expanding that and then we decided well what we really want to do is have a haunt of our own too um but starting a haunted house is really expensive and very, very difficult uh, to find the location and all that stuff. So we started Monster Purge, which is a haunted paintball excursion. The, which is which is pretty fantastic. That's the one the, that's, that's starting amazing. this fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Elma that we're all very excited about. But hey, you know, yeah. real quick, I wanted to ask you this question before I even forget. Because it sounds like, or at least from what I gathered from our conversations over the years, over the decade that you say, um, uh, the, um, <laughs> like that, um, uh, that your horror fandom kind of even started before you were born. Because yeah, your name is Lon, yeah. I, I supposedly named after Lon Chaney. Did right. you ever get a, like, a, like, a, like a story behind that? Yeah, like, there, there's like, like, you well, know, from I mean, your parents and everything else? Right. So it's not, I mean, basically my parents used to go to movies and look through the credits for name ideas 
when they were pregnant. <laughs> wow. And it was actually, That's so cool. they went and they were watching, because uh, there was the reruns on TV too, so they don't have to always go to a theater for a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah, sorry. A little bit, a little bit. Um, you can just pull it up and just So they didn't have to go to, you know, a movie theater to see it, although that's what they did most of the time. Um, because my my parents were into the horror movies, too. Not like that was their favorite thing, but, you know, Enough. they didn't hate them. Um, and they went to see The Wolfman. And in the credits and the lawn, they're like, Lon's a great name. We love Lon. My dad's Polish. My mom's Italian. 100% on both sides. Lon is the farthest thing from a Polish name or Italian name oh, as you can get. Oh, very, it's very far. Irish. Yeah. It's Irish, so I'm like, is it real? I it didn't is. know that. Okay. Because I'm Cheney, and Cheney's Irish. Cheney was Irish. Okay. Um, nice. But anyway, so they liked the name Lon, and eventually they named me Lon. That's fucking awesome, man. So because, technically, you know, because I mean, you know, and Vinny has like one of the biggest fandoms of the old school Universal monsters. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, that's yeah. where he, We've you talked. know, he fell and, in love with with horror. And know. and Lon Cheney, actually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah he, he, he yeah. Got, well, would, senior. I like senior. junior too, but senior is is. Uh, what yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. He's what he's what got me into silent cinema and seeing like the silent films and sure. all that. Whereas, you know, probably Frankenstein, Boris Karloff and Dracula Bela Lugosi got me started on horror. Yeah. But yeah, that was more the classic. Frankenstein is yeah. still one of my all time favorites. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, he, he actually, you know, he said many times that, uh, that his favorite, though, is Bride of Frankenstein, the sequel. They, well, uh, that's yeah, really? I think that's I'd have to give that one like my favorite. I don't know. I, I think that's like one of the best horror films ever made. Still. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, but the, oh my, nice. yeah. They, I mean, the the fandom because yeah, you know, and actually, it's kind of interesting because I've kind of got an, a horror education uh, from two different angles oh. um, uh, from this situation. Is like you know, it is I got the eighties from Zach, they, which is the you know the the, the quote unquote golden age of yeah, of horror, totally and then I and then and then Vinny's like, well, hold on a second, like you know, dude, you got uh, you don't understand where all this shit came <laughs> from. Like you got to understand that like the, you know the, the the Universal was the one who started all this, yeah. and you got you know Dracula, Wolfman, you know I know it was a little bit later, but you know in the fifties, but you know a creature from the Black Lagoon oh, is, yeah. is is right in there. That's more of the fifties oh, yeah. drive-in, you know, right? Yeah, so yeah. I mean you know it, it, it's you know it's all there, and like you know and yeah. I and I actually like. Actually, just completely, you know, funny tangent. Um, uh, I was talking to a coworker of mine, and we were talking about horror, and and I'm like, and 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 he was like, well, I've been passively, but I want to get more into horror, and I'm like, if I had to do it over, if I had to do the whole thing over and start from the very beginning with the same experience, I would do it in chronological order. I would go and start with the Universal Monsters, the okay. um, and then and then go into there, and then you know go all the way until uh, um. Until creature, the, uh, until creature, yeah. and then I would go and explore the um, uh, the um, the fifties drive-in shit, um, and do all all that stuff. You know, uh, sure. fifty foot woman. You know, yeah. you know the day that was still <laughs> all that one. all that shit, and then go into like you know sixties seventies. Um, either Bonicelli and then also like seventies exploitation. Right. Um, yeah. and then you get more in the grindhouse. Yeah, the grindhouse. Exactly. That that yeah. shit like blends That's together right. within the sixties and seventies. Also, right. Vinny's a massive fan of the grindhouse and you know oh, all yeah. that all that stuff. Yeah, so, some of that stuff. And oh, then yeah. go into yeah. the eighties and the, you know and just just stay there in the eighties. Yep. You don't need to go very far. You'll figure it out. See, but to me though, you, if if you had it to do over again and you say you'd start from the beginning, but really. The way you look at horror is formulated by the era you started watching Absolutely. It. Absolutely. And for a yeah. lot of people, it was the 80s because that was the one that really got it going. And then for other people who are more the purists, who, who want to see the classics that kind of got it, like myself, started on the classics because I was born before the 80s, you know. And But then when the 80s came, I was already 
raring to go. Wait, you were so, born before the 80s? Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. Like, yeah, who right? knew? Nobody the else um, uh, the, um, uh, and he's, What? And he's hanging out with the young kids yeah, over yeah. here, the youngins. But, but that's just it. It's one of those things that it's like, it, it depends when you started watching horror, and that's if you like it or not. A lot of the kids these days, like any post-millennium, like we're talking born 2015 or later, or even 2010 or later, uh, are new a different sort of horror genre. They don't, they're just now getting to appreciate the 80s stuff. Forget about getting them all the way back to, to the to the 40s. 20, yeah, that's yeah. what I was at. Yeah. The, so. um, I, it was more of like, you know, te- it's, it was almost like me more of like teaching a class rather than giving advice at that yeah, point. Yeah. The, um, uh, you know, like the, the, the history of horror at that yeah. point. But, you know, the, in the 80s were very, uh, you know, very different. You know, I, I, they have a phenomenal, the phenomenal documentary on uh, Shudder. Um, in search of darkness is 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 tremendous. I not this isn't sponsored by them, but right. um, if you have not checked it out, I highly recommend it. it is fantastic. It goes through every single year. Uh, Vinny and I keep trying to finish it, but it's fucking yeah. I want to finish hours. it because there's three like, hours. Dude. When you said there's like a part, I think there's a part two, right? There is a part two. There's a total of three parts now. The um, and there's also in search of uh, there's in search of the action hero in search of the uh, FPS in, um, in search of tomorrow which is about sci-fi oh my yeah. god I don't know which, if the sci-fi one released yet it's, so, it has okay. released but it hasn't isn't available right. on a streaming service and there's okay. a part one two and three and like and the funny thing is is as they go up in the parts it gets more about the independent shit and like the the lesser known and like three is like just straight up shot on on videotape yeah. like shit <laughs> they're like you know like that's like lost to time and wow. like you know yeah. diner three D yeah. Death Diner or Blood Diner or whatever you know that you tell I me. I, I, gotta, I gotta watch that one. But you know the you, yeah. the thing is too is in the, when they're examining it, you gotta like there's a couple. It was a perfect storm of a lot of things. One the um and for people who don't know and Lon can probably appreciate this because this is a tail end uh, from the 80s to the 90s. Okay. There a culture of competition was was not only accepted but celebrated. You you were never about like trying to do remakes. You were always trying to outdo the other person, yeah. and that was in a lot of different ways. And it, and it, and it, went full force within the horror community. It was never about trying to copy anybody or do anything. It wasn't hell. Halftime wasn't even about the fucking money. It was about like, let's make the coolest, most outlandish shit we possibly could. And the, and the other part of that too is the, the part two of that is the, economy was ready for that and more specifically the rental video system opened up a lot straight to video straight to videos opened up so much business for all this and also too is just the economy was very good in the 80s especially in the later 80s uh went off a cliff at the end of the 80s but um uh, but the but you know while they were flying through the air um uh, they got an opportunity to make some really really cool shit and even the lesser known studios like what like viacom and like who are the motherfuckers who did dirty dancing but they also yeah. did like all the other horror because they, did, they uh, still needed to make money yeah they still needed to make money, money and everything else the um mm-hmm. uh, what were like some of the highlight uh like direct to video ones from the 80s that's that's you, like some of the some of the the better ones yeah because now like, you're talking matter of opinion <laughs> yeah I, would, and, I guess i would say better ones and like specifically that were the big horror you're, you're gonna go mostly sequels with those so okay to me it seems like all the mainstream uh, mainstream all the first round uh videos that made it to a theater was celebrated or had poor ratings and stuff like that. And somebody said, let's make a sequel to that, but you only have $50,000 to do it or whatever the budget. (laughs) 
And they said, okay, well, we can't get it in the theater, so it's just going to be a straight-to-video one. And that point was that just to crank them out as much as they can. Wow. Those are the ones that went right to video because then you have two and three of some videos that were like never meant to be two or three. I think some of them would be like um, uh, Slumber Party Massacre. That one had like three sequels to it. Okay. All of them yeah, were straight to sense. video. You would think that they would stop having slumber that. parties at that point. Uh, you'd think. <laughs> I didn't, see, I didn't know any of those were direct to video. There's a lot of them that. that you'd be surprised were direct to video because there's so many of them that went direct to video. Wow. And if you go to a theater, if you go to theater, if you go to a, eh, there's no video stores either. No, anymore. no, no more. Right. That's no more. Um, but when you used to be able to go to a video store, you go to Blockbuster and you look at all the videos that are there and you're like, Oh, I remember hearing this one, but I didn't know there were six sequels to it. Well, that's because they all went straight to video. You never heard about it. Ah, uh, okay. So that's really a good way to tell. Like the, like the, what, 50, Zach, didn't you say like 15 Krampuses? I think there's like 15. Oh, they're or, like by all I different have, makers, they're, they're all different makers. Yeah, they're, they're, all different they're not even, they're not even. There's, there's so many they're, fucking Krampuses. They're, they're not even like related. Some of those are almost like rip, they're almost like rip off. They are rip off. Yeah, Mother Krampus, I remember Mother Krampus was one of those that went straight to yeah, Mother Krampus. video or streaming. <laughs> now it doesn't go to video. Now it goes straight they, to streaming. So. Oh my God. Dude. Mother Krampus looked like, at least yeah. I, don't, I haven't seen it, but the oh, artwork, she, is a, she looked like a, just a killer Mrs. Claus. Yeah. And that was sort of it, actually. Really? Just a demented, twisted. She, they try to spin up the whole like she's messed up in the head kind of thing, but oh my God. it was nothing to do really with Krampus. And you know, and that's the thing, man. Is is that like God. that? And that was a huge selling point too for the for the blockbuster video. You sure. had to have that killer artwork, right? The, right. You know, maybe because because you Which, had to you had to attract somebody. I mean, like you had to go like they had to look it up. And even if the movie was shit, like yeah. you, if you had the good artwork, yeah. like you know, people took. People took chances back then on yes, shit, like yes. way more chances on, on shit that could be possibly hot fucking garbage. Dude, the amount I... of movies and games I bought just based off the artwork back in exactly. the day was amazing. Exactly. But think about how many times you rented a movie where the cover was so kick ass. Yep. And then you watch the movie and you're like, this is a hot pile of shit. Oh, I, I have a movie uh, you know. in mind for that. And well, this, Unfortunately, this wasn't even an old one. This was like 12, 13 years ago. A friend and I, we rented a movie based it was trying to be based on an hp lovecraft work it was called okay. beyond the walls of sleep and this movie's cover looks like really creepy really mm. disturbing and my friend was a lovecraft fan at the time and he was like uh can we rent this one and i was like yeah yeah fuck it let's watch it and oh my god it was it was beyond atrocious <laughs> like it was just yeah. in I think afterwards, I remember him just being like, I am so sorry, Vinny. I am just so sorry. And I was like, well, whatever. We both took the risk, man. They, we put, they put all their budget into the art, into the cover art of the DVD, but right, whatever. Right. The, uh, but that's I what believe, sold it, um, man. Yeah. Isn't Lovecraft um, or H.P. Lovecraft's work, what the hell is it? Um, that's Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Yeah. I don't know, like, uh, uh, for, as well. But yeah. Getting the rights to it, like it's uh, open domain or something. I think it oh, is. Public oh, shit. Yeah, public domain. domain. I think it is. Oh, that's, yeah. that would actually make a lot of sense. There's yeah. a lot of authors that they're doing that with that anybody who was public domain, yeah. they took those stories. Because that was the other thing. So think about that. There's no good storylines out there. You know, a lot of the horror movies that were coming out that were going straight to video, they didn't want to waste money getting somebody to write a good script. So they had to find a story somewhere. So a lot of times they'd do any open domain stuff. And, that makes sense. And pull that off and, and make a story out of that. And, dude, so many of those movies, dude, were really, like, you just... You know, this thing with horror, sometimes I, I think that there's, like... In my mind, there's either two, there's two types of horror movies, or they're a combination of the both. Either they are movies that you just go for fun to watch people fucking die in creative ways, and, right. like, you go for the effects... 
or you have a, a horror movie that, that that is saying something. The um, now to the effect of, of of its success is is neither is is irrelevant in this conversation. But <laughs> but it, but the but that's really at the end of the day, like it's it's one of those two movies. Either you go for fun and like you just want to see people fucking die, or you do go to the movie. It's the difference between Freddy versus Jason and The Shining. The, um, oh, uh, I it, totally it, understand it, that. You know, it's it, it's you know, right. we, what are we doing? Are we talking about something, or are we just going be, to to do you know to do that? And again, right. there are ones that are combinations of both. I would actually Reanimator, perfect example. The um, I think has some fucking awesome shit going on. Special effects are dope, and it's probably one of my favorite one. Of, oh, up there with some of my favorite stories of horror that. movies. So right. and and also to uh, Jeffrey Combs' performance, and it is is fucking killer. It's a great movie. The um, totally uh, the uh, the ultimate example of neutral evil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, uh, the, it just goes with whatever works for him. The um, uh, yeah. but um, you know, although he made a lot of people upset in our friend group because he killed a cat. Um, uh, a lot of people, like a couple times. Yeah, a couple yeah. times actually. Couple like times he killed, they brought it back and then killed it again. Yeah, I wonder who that person you're talking yeah, about. Is the first one. Yeah. one I have not yeah. seen any of the sequels. What? I started watching. I've not seen any of the sequels yet. Really? The, uh, no, I I, I I started watching two. Yeah, but yeah. I need to finish it. Actually. Okay, so first yeah. of all, because I'm a I'm a huge fan of Reanimator, so I have to watch all of them. I I get that. I'm somewhat of a completest. In that respect, sure, right. sure. so I just got to see them all, um, and they're not as good as the first one, of course. But you're not really going to see it to be as good as the first one, you know? Sure. Because like the Bride of Reanimator was entertaining on its own right. It kind of sucked, but <laughs> even when you're talking Reanimator movies, even when they suck, they're really still pretty good, right? You know, sure. it's still got the the gore and it's still got the weird thing and it's still got Jeffrey Combs doing his thing. You know, and you still got the whole premise of the green goo, uh, you know, the the serum going into. I mean, that's that's what you watch it for. Well, yeah, and you know, right. and I just, I, I just, you know, it's so funny, like, like especially like all the memes that came out that have Reanimator in it, like yeah. you know, like and it's like when I watch horror and it's just like a really good scene, and then when my parents walk in to watch horror, right. it's the head giving head. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and, you, and you go, oh no! And like, and that's the problem, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, and like, uh, and I had this discussion about about video games and it's almost the same thing with horror is that in order to get to these amazing stories you have to go through the vehicle of either horror or video games and sometimes both like you know like i almost get disappointed when i talk to like zach you know gets it for 100 percent but you know when you have all these amazing stories very specifically like bioshock which is right behind me in order to get to that story and basically say you know it's i i ran's worst nightmare mm-hmm. um uh, the um uh, you like you have to get it through the vehicle of uh, video games and the same thing with horror like there's a lot of cool shit that gets said in horror but it sucks that most of the masses if you can't stomach horror you'll never get to those good stories and that's what's that's that's the one bad byproduct and that's why i try to I sell horror a lot of times on, you know, on, on one of those two premises. Either it's going to be balls to the wall fun or it's going to be, you know, but I always try to sell people on the story. I right. introduce sure. people to sure. really good quality horror movies. Then I'm like, hey, they have like, there's some really good shit to be said here. Like, you know, like Reanimator, like us, like, um, uh, you know, which is a little bit more modern, like The Shining. Um, uh, you know, a lot of Stephen King, not all of Stephen King, um, but a lot of Stephen King, <laughs> the um, uh, not uh, not Maximum Overdrive. Um, uh, the, uh, but yet that was still a fun movie. Wasn't uh, it? it was. Oh, it wasn't a good movie. It, it is not a fun. It's you so like it? fucking boring. He must think his <laughs> that fucking... movie was boring as fuck. Dude, once they get to the gas this station, is... it's fucking it's so fucking boring. Yeah. And like and he you know, what, dude, and he probably like that's the OK. That movie yeah. is the example of walking into a bar at 2 a.m. sober. Wow. 
they I um, instantly I, understand what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like it's like you are not on everyone's right. fucking level okay. at that right. point, and you're like, what the fuck is going on in this right. place? And it. in this case, it's more about being on everyone's coke level than it is on being on everyone's <laughs> drunken Which is level. What that was filmed he was then. high as fuck. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and also Amelia Estevez also was yeah. high as fuck in that movie too. Yes. The um uh, he he talks about like he's like I did I it's like I did coke with Stephen King right. on that set. Right. They, they, um, they actually got Emilio Estevez for yes, that movie. They did. Yeah, he's in that movie and also and so, this was back then. Well, that was the name, right? That was like they wanted to promote the movie, so they got him, and he was a big name at the time. And, and also sense, the yeah. the voice of Lisa Simpson, and she is literally the most annoying fucking character, and she just screams <laughs> the entire fucking movie. Really, Lisa Simpson is in that. She's terrible. She's horrible. And also, dude, fucking Commissioner Gordon from the original Batman series. Is in there too. Oh, he's yeah, he's he the shop the owner, the fat the fat commissioner yeah, Gordon. Yeah. Um, Wait, uh, are we talking like sixty six or are we talking no. Pat Pat? Uh, uh, what, probably talking well, we the, the Burton guy, right? the Bur- Burton th- Pat, Pat Hingle. Pat, Pat Hingle. Pat Hingle's in that yeah. movie, and he's like this. Mm-hmm. He's this old like weird curmudgeons like owner that just so happens to have fucking like RPGs in his basement. <laughs> oh the uh, for whatever fucking reason, the uh, he's like, so like, yeah, I just had them down here for a rainy day. I'm like, what the fuck rainy day are you talking about, dude? Don't get me wrong. And then you're coming from a supporter <laughs> of two A, but but like, what the fuck are you expecting, bro? The um uh, like you know I. I, you know what though? But I've seen so many movies though. Like, what happens if you have a tremor situation? You right. know, you're in the middle of the desert. Right. You know, and by the way, you talk about some fucking an awesome sequel. Yeah. Part two of Tremors is fucking awesome. Listen, I'm a fan of all the Tremor movies, even the ones that suck, <laughs> and the ones with the variants of of Tremor creatures that make no sense. <laughs> Now, why when you say all the Tremor movies, yeah. are we talking about the ones after three? Or, hell, even after four, I know some people like that one. I'm very in the middle about that one. But everything after four. Let's just say I just recently, a month or two ago, saw the most recent one, which I think is seven. Oh, my God. I don't Yeah, I don't it's seven now, and and I was entertained. I, I Look, uh, no, nothing's going to beat the first one. It's one of those things that the sequels... I respectfully disagree. To two is a much better movie. Dude, two oh, is a lot oh, okay. of fun. Dude, two right. is, a, is, is, right. is, 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 is fucking... I, I it's also you, it's because you, of but... what's-his-face. It's 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 not because... What's his character's name? Bert. Bert. It's because of Bert. Like, yeah. like, like that's the that's the dad from Family Ties. Right. The, um, right. And that's weird. Right. Um, it, ironically enough, though, you know, guess who, whose favorite horror movie the first one is? Who's? My dad. He likes the first. That's, he, that's his favorite. His, that's his favorite. He one. fucking. He's like, I can. Every time it's on, I can. It's a. Ro- it's a remote drop movie. Really? He's like, I can. He's like, his favorite horror movie of all time is Tremors. He's not one. a big. He's not a big wow. horror fan. He like, must not. Be. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, what is but it about he, it that made he it just, his favorite? He just loved. I'm he's like, like it's like they're so fucking stupid. It's so <laughs> funny. The, I can um, name a billion they, horror movies with stupid. I know, but like you know, for whatever reason, this like you know, this one fucking just struck a fucking chord to him. Although you know. Of course, he's seen wow. scarier ones. I mean, he saw yeah, but, he saw Nightmare in the theaters, um, and okay. he has and literally some chick like with nails like dr- like dug into his fucking hand. That's why um, uh, during Nightmare. But um, right? uh, yeah. but like he does, he's like I cannot turn it off. It's like watching a bad car wreck. Wow. They, uh, he's like I I love wow. it. Like they're yeah. so you know <laughs> they, okay. we destroyed it. Repeat. There is another one. There is another one. <laughs> 
they, well, more power to him if that's what he loves. And, and man, did they fuck up not getting it got not getting Kevin Bacon on there? They should have yeah. figured it out. Like I know he had he said yes to Apollo thirteen, and that's the reason why he wasn't in the second one. And I get that they should have they should have figured it out in the schedule. Like right, you know, right, like right. to have not have Kevin Bacon come back when he wanted to yeah, was but, kind of a disappointment. But you're also thinking back in a time when the sequels didn't always match up. Yeah, to it, true. and that was that was more of a rare thing back then. You still had it, but you know, like Aliens was better than Alien. I think that is that's a, the that sequel. is a very strong statement. I'm sir. telling you, I liked it better, but I still love Aliens. Of course. Yeah, Alien, I agree with Lawn, but the, Aliens the sequel that is, was that better is than a the first. Very, one. although you know, Zach has a really interesting story. Um, because, you know, I remember him telling this story a couple of years back. He's like, I never considered Alien to be a horror movie until I did this. Um, uh, well, you so, consider I, so I started with Aliens. Aliens was my first Alien movie. I didn't see Alien until like many years later. So I saw Aliens, Alien 3, Alien Resurrection. And then many years later, I saw one. Well, that's and, why. And then. I, I just never considered it a horror movie. And then yeah. when uh, Music Box was doing a special screening, me and, I, me and Wes went to go see it. And it's just 35 like... 35 millimeter print. I see it now. Awesome. I absolutely seeing it. Seeing it in the theaters was a beautiful experience. And right. I'm like, I see the horror. Right. Awesome. The um, Yeah, dude. I mean, like that, especially that, that scene with, with the cat and everything yeah. else. Like that's just, that's almost like horror perfection to me. To me, I, well, I totally agree with this, this in a certain respect. Because a lot of that, those movies that were made really well... Not made it as a schlock horror movie straight to DVD. The ones that actually concentrate on the story and made it into a movie, they weren't necessarily trying to make it a horror movie. Mm. They were just trying to make a really good movie. Exactly. It's got all the hallmarks of a good movie. You know, the monster kind of hiding in the shadows. You got those quirky things like you got the kid uh, with the slight speech impediment or, you know, doesn't like to talk and the cat. Jonesy running around. I mean, all those little hallmarks. And Sigourney Weaver, you're going to win if you put Sigourney Weaver. Well, yeah, that's true. They, um, uh, they, that's true. You know, especially with, you know, they, <laughs> I still have such fond memories of randomly seeing her at the end of Cabin in the Woods. The um, uh, dude's fucking great. Good payoff. That was a good payoff yeah, very, because oh, of who yeah. she was. The, um, uh, yeah. yeah. Lon, I have a very serious question for you about oh, that movie. Shit. What? Um, who, who in their right fucking mind mm-hmm. would invent a button that does that? <laughs> The um uh, and not even put and, 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 yes and by the way there's not even a fucking like little plastic lock with a little locky thing it's just there it's just fucking there what fucking engineer like this is like almost like the Star Wars debate about who the fuck would make one exhaust port that blows up the whole fucker like and you go Listen, and you go what kind of fuck does that I can tell you. That was Joss Wheaton making a joke. <laughs> about contractors? That was, that was Joss Wheaton. Well, not necessarily about that, but that was Joss Wheaton saying, well, you know what? Let's just blow up the whole thing with one big red shiny button. Because why not? Because why not? The, uh... I mean, and that was sort of it. He was going for the absurdity of it. I mean, he had creatures. I don't know if you saw all the creatures that were in there that, oh, in dude, Kevin Woods, but it's they everything. were absurd. They, oh, it's, it, it got absurd. And by the way, too, there was a fun fact. There was supposed to be a tie-in between the video game Left 4 Dead and um and them and actually in you can still see the tank in some of the you can still see the tank and then also the blob and the witch in a couple of the the out the out shots you mean the boomer the boomer sorry boomer yes the boomer and the witch you can actually see in some of the cubes and there was originally supposed to be a video game tie-in where you actually play 
um, a level in Cabin in the Woods, but it ended up didn't working out. But you could still wow. see several of the characters from Left 4 right, Dead. That would have been I'm badass. sure there's a mod the, for um, that somewhere. Dude, there's yeah, a comedy sketch in there somewhere, by the way. Like that the, the fucking contractor didn't get his last paycheck. Right, so he's right. like, he's like, fuck these assholes. I'm gonna, uh, you know, like, like two wires. There's a blow up. Button. There, there's a blow up and everything yeah, else. Like yeah. you know, the um, uh, we're gonna put the intern in charge of that fucking room and everything yeah. else. Like oh, you this is where you hang out. I'm gonna put this over right, here. right here. You have control with the self destruct. Yeah. What are What are you doing over? Ah, don't worry about it. The, uh, just, you know, like Men in Black, don't press the red button. Right. That's all you got to do. <laughs> and they, why is there a red they, button? Uh, <laughs> for reasons? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, those are easy outs for a lot of ones. Like Star Wars, that was an easy out. Yeah. They, they just use that as an excuse. Oh, my God. Because they needed to blow it up. And, well, what's the best way to do it? Well, how about if there's just an airport that goes all the way, like a like a air duct that goes all the way to the top and that goes right to the core and, <laughs> and blows. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, let's just do that. Why, why not? Let's just dude, get that going. Dude, in the, there's a great comedy sketch on YouTube where they're literally making fun of it. And oh, like, wow. And then literally like the contractor's like defending himself. He's like, it's like, dude, it's fucking physics. It's an exhaust port. It goes out. If somebody blasted it in, it would just simply blow it out. You know what I didn't fucking account for? Goddamn space wizards. <laughs> they, um... <laughs> Nowhere in my fucking contract did it say anything about fucking dealing with space wizards. So you guys can go fuck yourselves. Y'all motherfuckers said the Jedi were dead. Oh, that's good. <laughs> the, um, uh, you know, yeah. the rule it to my ass. The, um, uh, so. That's funny. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the, um, uh, uh Oh yeah, dude. I mean, like it's so it's so fun. Like you know, um, but it, you know, you get into some interesting places though when you have those battles about alien versus aliens. That's like Godfather One and Godfather Two right there. Yeah, and, um, that's like yeah. those those yeah. debates and everything else. Or even right. more more relative to this conversation, Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. I've heard a lot of people, especially of the classics, you know, really have a discussion about that. You know, and I was going to ask you too, like what's What's something that just like that with the two different movies, Bride of Frankenstein specifically, that like pushes it over the edge for you? That you're like, you're like, I'm gonna, if I had a gun to my head, I'm gonna pick Bride of Frankenstein over Frankenstein. Uh, or maybe I'm wrong. Mostly because you get more, mostly because you get way more development with the monster as a character. Sure. Um, you get more story. Whereas, you know, the first Frankenstein, it's a classic, it's great. But it's very much a, it's like a super simplified version of the original novel. Um, it's about as simple as, you know, okay, Dr. Frankenstein makes this monster, his family and some people, ex-teacher, whatever, show up, don't want him to do it. He's, he's supposed to be getting married. He's doing this and that. He abandons the monster. Um, he leaves the doctor to try to kill the monster after it has killed his assistant. But basically he kind of just abandons the monster to be dissected in the cat, in the tower that he's building. And then he goes to have his wedding day. Monster shows up and just kind of wreaks fucking havoc and then kills a few people, interrupts and screws up the wedding. And so the village and everything goes and hunts him at the just up to this windmill. And he supposedly gets burned in the windmill. (laughs) But that the Bride of Frankenstein, of course, starts right actually where that I almost I got to be honest, I almost love watching them back to back as like one full yeah, right. they can connect. I think because they, can they connect. yeah they connect really well yeah. and but yeah, Bride of Frankenstein they introduce like they introduce a great character that's kind of an interesting uh, counterpart to Doctor Frankenstein called Doctor Pretorius and it, it, it it's it, this is the thing Bride of Frankenstein the movie a lot of people probably who have never seen it would assume oh it's all centered around the bride and her she shows up at the end for. 
So that was my biggest problem. A couple minutes. Yeah. She's not really even in the movie. Not much. Until the very end. And there's like an entire subculture of bride fans. Right. Uh, My wife being one of them who just, you know, it's just a great character. It's iconic. And it's there. <laughs> there's nothing to it. It's here for five minutes, and she doesn't do anything but scream and look like a bird. You know, yeah, she's looking yeah. around and stuff. And, and she gets destroyed. He blows her up at the yeah. end in the castle, and she never came back. Right. So it's like, and then the other, but the other interesting thing is it just it explores almost like this humanity in the monster. Like you actually have him themes of like wanting to not be alone, seeking a friend, seeking That's the people. Part I to liked love about him. it because yeah. that was the whole thing is that he finally. Found love and then had a broken heart. Right. And and the, again, back to the subculture, everybody puts them together like, this is true love. Right. No, she, she hated rejects him. him. Yeah. yeah. She hated the monster. Yeah. So, she totally so it was rejected kind of a, him. Yeah it, was, yeah. it was It was not a love story. It was a hate not story. Not at all. Yeah. It was a bad breakup. It was a divorce story. Yeah. It's, it's, um, not you know, good. it's, like, it's like that meme I, I read about uh, fucking uh, Romeo and Juliet. Like, Romeo and Juliet is not a love story. It's a, it's a five-day crush that resulted in four people's deaths. Dying. Yeah, that's Sinc- right. Sincerely, everyone who fucking read it. <laughs> the, um, that's uh, such a stupid fucking Vinny story. was in it. The, um, one of the seven uh, stories. Um, yeah, I was in a version of it. The, uh, <laughs> I love it. A version. I was in a version yeah, of it. The, um, uh, the it was... Uh, it... it it could have been better. <laughs> I thought he was going to say it, it, it happened. But, yeah. Well, I mean, when you this is it's too much of a tangent. Another that's a story for another. Time. Fair enough. We'll, we'll, but... we'll talk. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it another time and everything else. So the um uh, so no I, I no I love that man. So you know so let's uh, uh, let's chat. Let's take a, a shift of gears here a little bit um, and let's uh, chat about um, this new venture, man. Because it sounds it's you know yeah. you kind of went into it a little bit, but like I really want to give you an opportunity, man, to talk about the history, talk about how you discovered it, you discovered this opportunity and how it's kind of evolved and, and really fucking promote because I'm fucking stoked, man. I cannot wait. I'm, Dude. Do you get to let me know when the when the family and friends day yeah, is? Yeah, so Because yeah. everyone at this table wants, Vinny specifically, yep, actually yep. Zach and Vinny have both specifically sent me messages or Zach sent me a message. Yep. Vinny talked to me personally. He's like, Dude, you need to tell me when this shit's going to happen. Yep, yep. So, uh, we're doing all the scheduling now. Um, so we'll have that done. It'll probably be the weekend before we open, probably the Friday and the Saturday, we're going to do two separate runs for the friends and family thing. So we have at least one week to work out what needs to be improved or bugs. what's great and all that good crap. Uh, but we're going to be coming right down to the wire, man. This has been uh, over a year in the making. Uh, talk to a guy. So this guy, uh, good friend of mine now, uh, Bob, Bob had one of these vehicles and out in Kansas city. And he was putting a, a, a store, you know, at the end or he would gift shop or whatever to add to his sort of haunted thing. And he found us and said, Hey, I want to put your dolls in there. I want to put this, you know, so he bought a bunch of our products to put in that store. Uh, and we were talking to him about it and we met him at trans world to kind of make the the trade right we brought him a giant box of all the stuff and gave it to him there which we really have to go to we've been this is the second time in oh, 24 brother. hours that we've been told about trans world listen so trans world as you've already been told but for everybody out there trans world is like the halloween haunt industry show that's where you have to be in the haunt world own a store own a haunt something like that be a make mask maker whatever to get in 
And so we were there. And at that time, we were there as just uh, buyers, mm. right? But now we go to the show and we're sellers. So we, we have a booth at Transworld every year now. Uh, but at that time, you know, we just hung out with him. So, and he bought it and he loved our stuff. And he's like, hey, let's go get a drink. And we're like, yeah, man, let's go get it. So we sat down and talked to him. And he's like, yeah, this is my haunt. Here's what we do. Here's what it is. I'm like, that is kick ass. I, I can't believe you have it. And, and I guess I, I've been kind of dancing around it, but Monster Purge is a paintball zombie monster hunt. You get to hunt live action monsters and zombies in the woods with paintball from a monster truck. And it's not just a monster truck. It's monster bus. <laughs> um, it's massive. We'll show on the screen. Yeah. Here. Yeah. We'll, we'll show some, some, some video and we'll, um, we'll cut to some good stuff here. Yeah. So it's, um, and Bob was showing me his and it's, um, I'm like, this, this is fantastic. He goes, yeah, I got some monster truck builders out in Idaho that built it for me. I'm like, introduce me. And luckily they were there. They were also at Transworld. And I talked to them and it's this company, uh, Live a Little Productions. Live a Little Productions does monster truck events. They build monster trucks. Um, Skyler and his wife, Brittany, they build, uh, they do truck pulls. They do, I mean, they've got, they're the vehicle people, right? They're, they're the kids. The way I put it out here, there's a, uh, uh, a dirt track out in, uh, Boy, now I got to go think about it. Uh, Sycamore, Sycamore Speedway. Uh, and they have all the farm kids that come out that build their own cars. And they, because they live on a farm, they put tractor tires on them and they build their own monster trucks. And this, what is, this is Skyler and Brittany. They're farm kids who built their own trucks ever since they were kids. So uh, got in connection with them, talked about building one, talked about the money involved. And it took me a year to kind of get that situated. I kept in contact with Bob. Went out to see his haunt, talking to Skyler all the time, too, about, all right, what about this? What about that? And so a year later, uh, over a year later, we finally got the deal done. Uh, we just got our bus. Well, now it's I guess it's been almost a month. Um, but we just got the bus delivered to it. And the thing is, Bob's bus, my friend Bob, he's got a 20-seat Bob. If you're listening to this, I apologize ahead of time. <laughs> he's got a 20-seat bus. And in talking to Skyler, and Skyler's like, yeah, we can go bigger. I'm like, hell yeah, I want the biggest, <laughs> tallest, thickest monster truck bus you got. And they're like, you got it. So my bus it's real, has, real thick boy. They thick love boy, thick. thick boy. Uh, so my bus has 41 seats on it. So Ooh. I've got 41 guns on my bus. Uh, so it is A almost 41 gun salute. It is almost twice as big as my buddy Bob's bus. <laughs> so, oh, I'm cool. sure that that goes over real well. The um, uh, the uh, I'm, I'm sure you guys played my bus is yeah, bigger than we, your we, bus. He, they, he, uh... he'll call me up. He goes, he goes, hey, we launched our website. You get your website up? I said, no, mine's next week. He goes, oh, we got our website up before you. <laughs> I'm like, then he calls me up. He goes, we sold our first ticket. You sell your first ticket yet? And I said, no, no, we didn't. And then I said, hey, I sold five tickets today. You sell, I only sold one. You know, so we do have a little thing kind of going back. <laughs> the, uh, let's just call it what it is. This is a dick measuring contest. The, um, so, uh, the uh, monster dick. The, uh, those are always yeah, the best. A, yeah, yeah. a 41 seat dick measuring there contest. You there you go. And by the way, I won that. So <laughs> just, just saying. I'm just saying. Technically, it's bigger. Uh, 
So just it would, it would be wonderful to get through this fucking podcast yeah. without, without making dick jokes, but I don't think it's possible. possible. It's you know. Oh, oh, the, oh yeah, that's why we have those. We, we we actually have we we have fucking sound effects. The, uh, he discovered it randomly yesterday. He's like he pressed the wrong button. The um uh, so and now and now we got Vinny in the mix, so it's gonna be damn near impossible to oh not to not make that crack and, uh, even more jokes. Oh, oh probably. Funny. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's about anyway. That back to funny. back to your. 41 uh, well, dick so bus. The, uh... I'll give you the quick stance on So the bus itself is 13 feet wide, 14 feet tall, and almost 50 feet long. So it is a awesome. very large monster wow, truck. it's fucking dope. And what we do is we drive it through the woods. We take it out back. And uh, by the way, I was clearing out the woods last weekend, just this past weekend. Um, and I- I've got cuts all over my arms. Yeah. Driving that brush hog to kind of knock down all those woods and it was a pain in the ass but but because i want this to be a good experience i want to drive through the woods my buddy bob does his out in the field and i thought i want trees for them to hide behind i want them to go through the woods so you feel that enclosed feeling you know so it's a little bit more dark and and scary and creepy sure. and- well also too is you want you know especially if let's say it gets it, it, it you know it um catches on and it becomes a bigger cultural phenomenon throughout the country yeah. you want something that's more specific to illinois and or to the midwest in general and have a different style than the rest of them every area correct. should represent their own style yeah like their the, own setting correct. and Co- their own correct. environment correct or something like, like i mean that. you know because if you did one in new orleans yeah. you'd want it to be very like swamp and bayou and you know you would, you would want something so you want it to have its own unique twist and style to it absolutely i, I couldn't agree more and that was one of the things that i had talked about because uh, Skyler, the guy who builds them, of course, he built the first one for himself. So they have one out in Idaho. Uh, I think it's Idaho and Nevada, one of the, yeah, I don't know. Um, and they did it one way, right? And they did a very heavy military zombie apocalypse kind of thing, which is great. Huh. Uh, my buddy Bob, he went more Americana. So his bus is like red, white, and blue flags nice. all over the place, but he's out in Kansas City. So and that's what he needs out in Kansas City. So it's, it's you know, America. Yeah, very much America. Similar to that. Yeah. Uh, but it's very, very, um, I, I don't want to say, uh, well, he's, he's got a different version than what Skyler had because Skyler built his and he's got a certain vision for it and and he's got his team, and they that's the way they're doing it. Bob's a different guy. lives in a different part of the country. He adds his own twist to it. And when I saw those, and I know there was another guy out. Um, I keep forgetting where. There's like there's actually only like four buses, or I think, out there. But the other guys were doing something a little different, too. And I thought, well, I, I want it to be completely different. I said, I don't even want zombies. I want it to be monsters because I just, I'm not hunting just zombies. One year, I might do all werewolves. Or another cool. year, I do all the classics, right? Do Frankenstein Bride out there running out there. Or um, it could be zombies. Or I got swamp monsters. Or maybe I've got a mix. You go through one part and there's zombies in the graveyard. And the next section is going to be uh, toxic zombies. And then maybe the That'd next cool. section is going to be swamp creatures. I, and, I, you know? I, I got an idea for you. But, oh, uh, but, but, but let I'm me listen. Uh, no, I'll tell you oh, after, okay. I'll tell you after right. the podcast. Okay. The, um, uh, the, um, it's in uh, the same vein of uh, two of Zach and I's favorite movies. Okay. So we'll, well, well I have right. one, but I should I not say it? Or the, should um, I say uh, it? Maybe we're thinking the I same would thing. Say we, we, we might be. It's uh, um, in the same vein of the final girls and last action hero, but we'll get to that in a second. Oh, I was thinking if you're out in the forest, you could do an evil dead kind of thing. Fuck yeah. Oh, I would love to do that. Stay away from them trees, man. 
right, right, they, right. They, they, oh, tend to get, they tend to get a little rapey. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, oh, I'm, 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 I'm not saying anything inappropriate. Yeah. That is a factual that is, thing. Oh, that's what happened. That is a thing that yeah. happened. If anybody's yeah. offended, blame yeah. Sam Raimi. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I, and he's counting his fucking Marvel money right yeah. now, so I don't think he gives a flying fuck what anybody thinks. He probably should, but, you know. Hey, Lauren, if you're doing anything Evil Dead related, just hand me the chainsaw and let me go to town, okay? Yeah, yeah. You may want to have a lot of backup actors just on standby, but, <laughs> right, you know. Right, right, Because you might maybe behead a few. The, uh, this is, this is also, back... I require multiple boomsticks. <laughs> they, uh, this... <laughs> this is back to that joke of uh, of uh, three uh, three Italians and a German walking to right, a right, house. Right, right, um, uh, right. <laughs> the, the German... say boomsticks. Oh, three Germans and an Italian walking to a... The, um, no, 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 in this That'd case, it's one German... Fighting. Yeah, oh, yelling, lot, too. Lot, yeah, like, it'd be very loud. The, um, uh, so, but, but yeah, it's, it's the, uh, the joke is three, uh, three Italians and one German walk into a haunted house. No one else walks out. The, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, um, uh, they're all in the back of a Cadillac. The, uh, right. Basically. Little Look at wind. this fucking trunk. You could fit like five bodies in here. Or at least like a black Lincoln Continental. <laughs> I swear to God. You can use a Lincoln Continental in a pinch if you need to. You need it. I swear to God, growing up, going through all the the eighties, even in the seventies, that was how we gauged a car. When we got, when looking at a car, we go to back. Goes, oh, that's a three body trunk right there. That's a three body trunk. I Ooh, wish dude, I could dude, do four bodies dude, if I La, chop them up. Know, Vinny has not <laughs> yet been in these conversations, but I cannot wait till it happens. Lon and I joke about being growing up in Italian families yeah. all the fucking time, and we crack all kinds of jokes yep. about upbringing. And they're all the same jokes, and they're all the same jokes. And it's amazing, like the, the, yeah. obviously, is a generational gap, but it's amazing right. that it's, it's pretty much the fucking same. Yeah, it's, the um, it's, it's the, the it's the 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 Sinatra playing in the background yeah. it's the smell yeah. of garlic it's the um uh you know it's the you know hey what are you doing come on yeah. now. hey, hey you know, what are you doing hey kissy fuck come on hey. look at that guy he's they, built look at this egg they, uh, on that know, guy the, uh, the, uh, you, you, know, some, you need something to eat the, you uh, need you know, something <laughs> to eat yeah. the um uh, oh, fine, Fangula, come on. Yeah. The um, uh, the um, or my favorite uh, Italians always do this. Every time they give advice, it's always either like you know, um, it's either I'm just I'm saying, but I'm not saying, right. or it, it, it's it, it's you know, but what the hell do I know? Right. The, uh, we always right, give advice, right. but we give that little thing of like just in case this advice fucks up your life, <laughs> like it's it's take it with a grain of salt. The um, uh, like you know, so it's the, um, the but what the fuck do I know? Right. Right. You know, you know, I'm just some <laughs> schmuck. What the hell? Oh, I know. They followed up too by the ones like, like that's the way for them to say like, what do I know? I'm only the guy who created the fucking thing. So you do what you want. <laughs> oh to yeah, the um, you know, and, like and, a slam. Oh, and, and Italians have perfected the hypothetical question. The um, uh, the um, the ones that is impossible to answer. Like, like, oh, am I the asshole? The, am I uh, am I the am right, I the asshole? Right, right, the um, right. oh, okay. oh, oh, I'm so sorry. now I, I'm the asshole. Oh, okay, all right, I got you now. That's the, what um, happens. Oh, I see I'm, what happens. I'm oh, not oh, I the don't asshole. know what the fuck I'm talking about. The um, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the um, I cannot tell you. Like that is like so like that. Uh, I've just always yeah. heard that in my life. Yeah. And it's never directed at just somebody no. in general. It's just, you know, it, it it's a check-in to make sure that, you know, that is the equivalent of the normal person asking, am I the crazy one? Right, exactly. Asshole means crazy exactly. to Italians. Right. I think right, this right, uh, right, just right. became Spaghetti the podcast. <laughs> 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 uh, gula, uh, come on. Hey, the, uh, now that he found the button, he's never going to stop pressing it. That's what she said. Um. <laughs> oh, 
the, um, he's got his toys. The, uh, <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. The, um, uh, oh uh, my God, this is so amazingly uh, inappropriate. Oh my, the, um, uh, so the, um, uh, oh, Zach. I wish you were there at that when when Lon and I were talking. You would have yeah. you would have thought we were walking off the fucking set of The Sopranos. Oh, no, you never yeah. invite me to your double dates, all because I'm a single motherfucker. All right, yeah. but what the fuck do I know? I'm sorry. Yeah. Very well used. Very well done. The, uh, very nice. That, right. He's, nice he's basically, yeah, yeah, he's he's basically an honorary nice. Dago at this very point. Nice. He's, been <laughs> around, he's been around. Yeah, he's been around. Shit, point, been around my know. fucking family long enough. Oh, the, um, sorry, uh, sorry to hear about that. Yeah, Hey, what am I the asshole? Hey, what? I'm saying nothing. I mean, I'm saying. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. Oh, fantastic! So we were talking about monster trucks. Oh, yes, yeah, right. They, uh, right. Leaving, uh, leaving uh, Wapland. Well, let's, let's, let's go back right. here. All right. So the, that's how we got it started. We finally got the bus. We were we're we're in. We're ready to go. So now we've got the task of putting this entire experience together, and that is the biggest work ever. Uh, it is every weekend that you're sitting on a couch watching a horror movie. I'm thinking to myself, I, I gotta, I gotta do this. I gotta do this. I got, so now I'm watching horror movies with a laptop on my lap, doing something, putting together promotional material, contacting uh, somebody on email, emailing, you know, all the news media down in Chicago saying, Hey, we got this thing. Come on out and check it out. So we're going to do a grand opening of sorts on October 1st. We're going to be open the two days before that, Thursday and Friday of September. But then October 1st is going to be the big one. So I've been telling people, we're going to do a grand opening October 1st. Uh, that's what we're doing it. We're going to have got to get some food trucks out there. Um, we're talking about maybe doing some live music or whatever, um, just so it has more of an experience. But if you get tickets, so you have to go online, monsterpurge.com, and buy your tickets. It's a timed event. Meaning you got to buy the specific day and the specific time you want to go. We run the bus every half an hour. You get there early because if you're late, the bus won't wait. So you got to get on that bus. We got to take off at every half an hour on a half an hour. That's so a t-shirt right there, by seven, the way. Oh, t-shirt. No, if, you, if, if, you're, if late, you're late, the bus, the bus won't, won't wait. wait. And we got it. That's the other thing. See, we're we're putting together our t-shirts now. Yeah, we're sure. getting all this other stuff done. There's so many things to do. It's It's maddening. And by the way, this is still while I'm doing my... Uh, graphic design website company and still doing black martin making products because uh, we're coming up on the big season for black martin too yeah so so it gets a little overwhelming i i i don't sleep that much but that's okay it works <laughs> out um so we you got to buy it for a specific time specific day to get your ticket you can show up and buy a ticket at the booth um but you might not, you know, all the seats might be sold. You might have to be turned away or say, well, we'll get you a ticket for the next day or something like that. It is not unheard of that the show, the whole thing will sell out ahead of time. So, so quick question. Yeah. So on any given night, how many runs <clears throat> are you going to do? We do about six runs a night starting okay. at six o'clock. So I also say wow. if you've got younger kids, come six o'clock show because it's not as dark, not as scary. The later it gets, it can be a little scary. Sure. Um but the part that doesn't really terrify people is the fact that if it's scary, you shoot it. Yeah. Yeah, that works. So they're, they're, that's where the fun part is. So uh, is it how long is how long will it be? Like when okay, you do one, question. that's a good question. That's something yeah. I wanted to know. So since we run every half an hour, the actual ride itself is about 20 minutes. And the nice. way we do that is the shooting the hot zone 
that we call it, is about 12 to 15 minutes sure. of constant shooting. But the ride to get to the hot zone and to get back from the hot zone, that's when it, that's the extra like 10 minutes, five, 10 minutes time. Sweet. And then we have 10 minutes of load off the people on the bus and load them back on the next round. So that's why it's, you know, we're moving. We got to keep them, keep, keep moving to get new people on the bus to get them out there. The ride is timed. We, the bus drivers that we have, uh, have certain hit marks they have to make. So they know by this time I got to be at this tree or whatever. Uh, I got to do the turnaround at this point, that kind of thing. So there's a lot, there's a lot of like, there's coordination. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of planning that goes into this. This, There's a a lot of planning to come into this. And the thing is, you don't know what else you're missing until you do it. And you're like, Oh fuck, we missed this completely. And then you got to throw that into the mix. So the driver themselves have to do things like they run the sound system. They uh, have to radio ahead to the actors to let them know that we're coming into the zone. Um, and not to mention driving a giant monster bus through the woods. I mean, that's, there takes some talent. <laughs> um, the biggest question we got, we, so we, we showed the bus at the Kane County Fair, which is, by the way, where the ride's going to go, Kane County Fairgrounds uh, in St. Charles, Illinois. But the biggest or the most frequently asked question we got, any guesses what the most frequently asked question that we would got, that we got for the bus? How much ammo do you have? No. Damn. I would Although think that's that, a good one. I think I would think that that would, that would be like the, the the number one answer. Like you know, it, I would probably say you know, can I bring my kids? Is this going to be too scary? Sure, we did get those questions. Yeah, yeah, that that's yeah, that would definitely toilet? no bathroom on board. The, um, uh, excuse me, sir, can I go take a shit in your field? <laughs> yeah, none of that. I just need a break from the zombies right, for a minute. Right. The, um, uh, sorry, Mister Zombies, I, don't attack me. I'm gonna go. You, you know what? It's it's a yeah. half an hour ride. I'd hold it for half an hour. Yeah, you no can shit. you can hold it for half an hour. Literally. Um, the most frequently asked question we got was, "Can I drive the bus?" Really? Everybody what? wanted to. Dr- I swear to God, it was overwhelming. That <clears throat> that was the question we got. I got people offered me four grand if they could drive the bus. Wow. And I'm like, first of all, who comes up with four grand off the top of their head? Why not five grand or one? Why, why right. four? I'll give you four thousand two hundred and twenty-two dollars if I can. So of course, that's my favorite number, right? It's like four grand. Um, but no, we've already got drivers. We, 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 we're good on drivers. No, we don't need any more. Appreciate your interest in it. Uh, you can come be a zombie. You can come be a, a monster, but you, we got drivers. Thank you. The, um, uh, dude, like it, it, I could think of like at least a hundred more things to invest. Who's for got, who's right. got four grand to just toss for a one, like a 20 minute thing like that. Yeah. That, that, that just makes like no what sense. To me. I don't like, know. Like, dude, is that the St. Charles that you grew up in Vinny? Cause, cause <laughs> no, I, cause I mean, the like St. Charles I'm in, it, it, there's, there's a, there's a yuppie element, but not, yeah. I didn't think it was like that. I mean, yeah. The, uh, maybe you met the people from Fo- from like Fox chase or one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably those motherfuckers. Like, you know, like the motherfuckers are like, well, I got four grand to blow. It's either drive the monster truck or do, a bunch of blow. Right. I don't know. Um, it's uh, like, the, right. um, uh, you know, what, what, what right. am I going to do? The, uh, and if y'all are watching 
this from that location, you know who the fuck you are. You know who you are. That is that is Vinny's most Italian moment of the evening. Um, <laughs> the, um, you motherfuckers know who you are. They, um, Don't make uh, me say it. I know who you are. You want I, me to I know, you know, the, I well, know the, that you know that I know that you know. The, the garlic and marinara is in my blood, Dude, so oh, it does come out every now and then. It's yeah. a genetic it is. thing, you know. <laughs> This is a legitimate problem we actually have when shooting Mark. He, he like the blood comes to his skin, and we have to key out all the pasta sauce on his fucking skin lines and shit like that. It's a legitimate fucking problem, and he needs to solve it. The um, yeah, this is this pretty great. Dude. One of Zach, one of just one of Zach's many challenges. The um, <laughs> the uh, Zach's well, you know, Zach's got a lot of challenges. Um, uh, take that especially working with this asshole. Good oh, God. oh yeah, dude. Oh so much. The um, I'm a raging dick. Oh my the. Um, Again, Back to the <laughs> back to the back to back to your regular yeah. scheduled program. Okay, dude. All right, now it's it's, right, it's getting a little much. <laughs> That's not overused at all. <laughs> it's getting a little much. The um. Anyway, back to Lon and back to his <laughs> yeah, wonderful yeah. business well, venture. We did get a lot of other questions. Like maybe that's a good thing. I'll, I'll talk about some of the other questions so people who have those questions. We we put we had to put an FAQ section on the website because we were getting so many questions. Jesus. Um. Did I mention the website? It's masterperch.com. Go check it out. Um, so we did get a lot of questions to like the youngest age. Our youngest age is six years old and six to 12 has to have an adult paid admission to sit next to them. Whether you're shooting or not, you got to pay to take next to them because six to 12, you know, they're, these, these are paintball guns. These are not, you know, toys. They're yeah, actual it's weapons like, so yeah, it's, yeah. or paint markers, not weapons. They're markers. So, there's a certain bit of yeah you pull a trigger but you know if something gets jammed you, there's a little pullback trigger and we can help you with any of that kind of stuff on the bus but there's an age limit right so six years old is the youngest we take um we unfortunately cannot because of the nature of the ride uh we don't have handicap access for wheelchairs and things like that or sure. baby strollers uh if you're coming you can't bring your two-year-old to sit on your lap well, while you're doing you know it. What the, and, and this is this is actually just a perfect moment for a quick thing that I have to like almost vent and I have a platform to vent to that. Interesting. It, it, it is there are certain things in life that you should leave your fucking kids at home. Oh. Uh, you know, man, a, a, the um and 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 this is actually coming up a lot within Halloween Horror Nights. Hmm. Um, a lot of parents are grabbing their you know, their six-year-olds and their five-year-olds to come to fucking Halloween Horror Nights, which is the premier haunt in the country, if not the world. Yeah. And it's and there's dudes with chainsaws and there's giant clowns and everything else. And you, you know, and 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 there's a thing with this. If you want to bring your kids, that there are consequences to that. The um, uh, I think there should just be a general rule that you shouldn't do that anyway. But there should there's consequences with that. So you can't get upset. If a clown comes out of out of nowhere and then is doing their job and scaring the fuck out of your kid because that's what you paid for when you walked into those gates. The first thing you hear when you walk into those gates is chainsaws. <laughs> and you that should already give you an indication that the, that this is a place where you're going to be fucking scared. And it's not a time to bring your six-year-old. And don't get pissed off if your six-year-old gets fucking have, scared. Has people, have people done that? Have you seen people they, get There was a whole off? big thing, controversy, what? either last really? year or what? in 2018, oh, about a mother in right. – I think it was – it was either, I can't remember if it was at Orlando or California. But literally, it's a videotape of a, of, a, of a clown on stilts who, by the way, can't really fucking see anything anyway. And there was a little <laughs> right. kid who – ran away from him but there's also other people around and he was moving i don't even know if he's going after the kid he's just going in the general direction and she attempted 
to get that person fired and and then also threatened a lawsuit. They um saying that they were uh, they uh, that the performer was going after her six year old child that she brought to a haunt event. Wow. They, um, so so as I provide a PSA here, I love mm. I, I I love my niece and nephew. They um uh, you know and and but th- it needs to be a couple more years. Like yeah. I'm even waiting on introducing Star Wars to her just just so she can you know really try to understand and grasp it. And there's gonna be a long more time when I'm gonna introduce her to other things. And her dad and her mom are gonna introduce her to other things. There's a time and a place to do that. And also too is it's a mature environment. So, you know, I get it to even more controlled with you because they're in a truck and everything right. else. But right. also at the same time, we're dealing with subject matter that is a scarier type, a horror type right. and everything else. Right. And don't bring your fucking kids. Right. Uh, that is – I get that. I, I totally get that. We had struggled with that age limit uh, for a while because even when we were at the fairgrounds, we started off letting people get on the bus and check it out. And what happened was a lot of parents would be like, oh, yeah, send the kids off. Go ahead. Get on the bus. He lets you get on the, the monster truck bus. And I'm like, you know, that's that's fine. But come up with your kid so he doesn't jump out of a window or whatever. Because now I'm on the bus. I'm not the babysitter. And there's like, you know, 13 kids running around the bus. And, you know, they're grabbing the guns and they're the markers and they're messing with them. And they're pulling things off of them. And I'm like, I can't. I'm not control. You know, there's a certain age that's just not appropriate for some things. And I love kids. I've got three of them. If anybody wants to buy any, I'll sell them off. But <laughs> there's the thing is, there's just certain things that not. Now, it's different. There's some kids who are young who are very well behaved and and can handle it and love it and enjoy it. And you're like, man, that's a cool kid. You want them on the bus all the time. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we're we're a public event. You just got to we. We will have security there, so you know we don't want to make any scenes or anything like that. It's six years old. Yeah. I'm not going to check anybody's IDs or anything at the door, but let's just say six years old because that's the age that they understand what's going on. Well, and if I got to say though, if a six year old is able to pull out an ID, then then, it, then, then they're go. probably good to come on. You the, um, uh, they, so <laughs> the social security card. Yeah, yeah, like, okay. they, at that point, you just on? let the kid. It's like, all right, you know what? Right. Fuck it. You get the, uh, you get the privilege. Right. Oh, oh right. I'm so sorry, sir. Right, <laughs> right, right. The um, uh, the you yes, know, it's just sir. one of those things, man. That like you know, it, it's. You know, there's just some things, man, that, you know, it's not your responsibility to be right. worried about. You got to do your thing and everything right. else. And I think that that's and I think you're more yeah. than reasonable, more and than I reasonable. Want, to and, do I, that. and I want people to bring their kids. I do, because, you know, those kids uh, you, uh, three, four years down the line, they might be working for me. And exactly. fantastic. Uh, I want you to bring the kids. Uh, the kids have a great time on there. But, you know, it's one of the things we say, too, when we're talking about the rules of the ride. Right. We We go over the rules like, of course, don't jump out the window, don't shoot the guy next to you, you know, all these little rules that go on there. Um, but mostly it's just be respectful of everybody next to you. Everybody's here to have a good time. So we want it to be a safe environment and a fun environment for everybody. So if your kid's very easily scared, don't bring them on the ride because there's some stuff out there that's scary. Is it terribly scary? No. Is it something that you're going to, I mean, have nightmares over? I'm not saying you're going to have nightmares. Somebody might, but if your kid's easily scared, don't bring him to a horror ride. No, absolutely. Right. The um, so 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 what's the situation with the uh, the ammunition? The um, uh, okay. So, so let's get into that. Let's get into yeah. the, the, the real fun stuff there. So what you get is with your ticket, it's twenty nine ninety five, 
for a ticket. That rides the bus, so you get to, I, I should cap, not put my hands out there. It's the Italian side of me <laughs> yeah, that says, yeah, yeah. so what we do. Um, <laughs> so you can make all the hand movements you want. Today, <laughs> really? Is this one a good one for you? That's the universal yeah. sign for I love you. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, right. Go on a track, kids. Um, <laughs> so, we, so with the ride, twenty nine ninety five gets you the ticket. Uh, so you can ride the bus. Uh, which is half the experiences that you're riding a monster truck. Uh, and that gets you 100 rounds. 100 rounds um, will not finish the ride. We t- try to tell everybody it's it, you're in the hot zone for 12 to 15 minutes of shooting. That's a lot of shooting. So we tell people it takes about 300 rounds to get through it. So while you're on the bus, you can buy round pods of 100 for $10. So you hold $10 up in the air. We'll Dump you another hundred rounds in your in your uh, your pod or your your hopper, sure. So that you'll get more. So it's going to take about three hundred rounds to go through the thing. So that's what you get. We use fifty cal. Most paintball guns go sixty eight cal. They're a little bigger, so these are a little bit smaller. Uh, remember, because we're shooting at live people, so <laughs> they're in full armor. Now that's the other thing too. We we are hiring. This is our first year, so we still need monsters out there. Um, you're fully armored underneath a costume that's dope you have the 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 face mask um you've got the body armor you got neck protectors gloves you're fully armored underneath it and some people have commented saying well you know like geez i don't know if i want to get shot at but what you don't get is that this is like a rush to be out there if you're one of the people who can handle that uh you you love the acting you love being a monster you're invincible you're getting shot at you're not getting hurt you can take rounds of paintballs to the body and they're bouncing off of you. And that's, there's a rush involved that you're like, you know, I can get shot at as much as I can and not get hurt. So, um, so we do need actors, uh, that do out there, but not just for that. We have a runner that we need. We have, um, people on the bus that run the bus. We have, uh, my wife will be taking care of the ticket booth slash t-shirt sales, um, that kind of thing. But we're always looking for employees. Um, and Lon will be rocking the MC. I will. I will be what we call the barker. I will be the one on the bus cool. barking at people, you know, hey, look at that guy. Shoot that guy over there. And we. This is something that we've come up with that none of the other buses do. Um, we're creating a main character for the bus, right? I won't reveal him yet, uh, but this main character, we're going to have somebody dressed up as this main character walking around the holding area. Right where you can buy nice. T-shirts and there's photo ops around and you know just kind of hanging out, um, maybe food trucks and whatnot. There's a character that you can get your picture taken with or whatever, and he goes around kind of scaring you and stuff. But there's a story to the whole bus ride that this is the character that created the monsters that you are about to hunt. He's the reason that there is a wave of monsters loose in St. Charles, and. There's a character dressed up like that main character that we call the runner. He's running through the hunt. He doesn't have a section that he stays in. He doesn't stay in the graveyard section or he doesn't stay in the toxic section. He can run through the entire haunt on his own. And his job is not to get hit. And your job is to find him and hit him. (laughs) So there's a little added thing where people have to hunt that specific character. And if you get them, if you're able to shoot them and stuff, you can go get your picture taken with them out in the lobby, out in the holding area. Nice. So that's something nobody else does. But the difference is, too, is uh, 
we're trying to make this as much like a haunted house as possible. Not as much like a paintball run with scary monsters. We're trying to make it a haunted house where you get to shoot the monsters. So we're kind of coming at it from a different angle. So we want it to be more scary, more of an environmental feel, not just running out there and shooting chaos. So I think this is, I, I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to make a prediction. I, I think this could, and I'm not just like blowing smoke up people's asses or anything, but like, I, I seriously, <laughs> no, I seriously do. Uh, no, I seriously do could see this kind of creating a whole new wave of the type of haunted house. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I, I, if this takes off, I mean, I, I would not be surprised that you see people doing like full on, like, buildings where you'll be able to go do shit like this right. or be able to, you know. So there, there, there is that already starting. Really? I think, I think it's, um, it seems like it's only, to me, it seems like it's kind of, sort of a natural progression, but, um, there is a paintball facility, uh, next to Santa's village. And I'm, I'm right. going blank on the name of it well, off the top of my well, head now. Right. And I apologize. I know exactly what you're talking about. But they decided they're going to do a one night only, paintball run and they don't have a vehicle they you know they have a field yeah where you buy tickets to be in this fight and you have to choose a side either you're going to be a clown or a zombie <laughs> oh wow and they go out and they have a big war between clowns and zombies and i think it's a sensational idea dude there's so many like that sounds know, fun i mean yeah there's there's so many like you know like i mean i remember watching like and this was like 15 years ago watching anything on the history channel about like unique halloween things right. and they have like a zombie right. k right. Run, you know 5k run sure and, like we, you know, i wanted but, to do that three years ago yeah. i tried to do a zombie oh dude it, it, 5K, and then I like the, get it like a pumpkin uh, a lobbying where they have like the giant cannons yep. and they fucking oh, like, yeah, yeah. launch yeah, fucking pumpkins cool. and they do uh casket races yeah casket races yeah, 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 awesome. oh, there was so there was, so there was, there was some awesome there was a town i was doing that for, as part of like their fall fair yeah, or their yeah. falls their fall festival yeah. a couple of years ago near here I can't remember and I, I remember I was talking to my girlfriend I was like I was like oh my god we should fucking go see that you know just even these kids like going in these crazy things yep. be, you know I don't think we made it but it'd be the, fun to see this year like the world's largest pumpkin they did that too oh yeah the, um, uh, so I mean like you know it, it could definitely be in that same vein it's so like insane like you know I remember my dad talking about this about halloween just halloween in general he's yeah. like when i was a kid like halloween was on the fucking way out yeah like i mean right. it, like because you had all the urban legends about the, the razor the, the razor blades right, and shit candy, and yeah. like and, and, but even then though it was very much a kid holiday until right. like the 90s because a lot of the kids that grew up in like the early six the the late 60s and everything yeah. else that did halloween as a kid and then it kind of got phased out and it was only very much for little kids and never was for right. anybody else right. and it, and he's like it's crazy in the, this explosion in the 90s where things got really like people got really into fucking halloween and became an adult holiday yep. and you know and everybody involved in it. and it just seems to be a snowball effect of like more and more creative shit that happens in relation to halloween I totally agree. It is the second most celebrated holiday currently. And, and next to Christmas. States. And by the way, it should be the first. And by the way, the um, seven in 2019, they took a record. 
seven billion dollars in consumer products in the United States and for Halloween. For Halloween, just in the United States, seven billion dollars in, wow. in revenue. Um, the like decorations alone. The decorations alone. I mean, like right up it, there with Christmas. It, right well, up. the Christmas has a lot more elements. It, it, sure. it by a landslide, but no other holiday was in the billions. Besides right. Christmas and, and 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 Halloween, Jesus. that's true. No other thing, like you yeah. know, seven. So Americans spend seven billion dollars of their own money yep. on Halloween. That's they, why I have Black Martin. Yeah, they, they, because there you it's, go. Get, get your get your uh, you know, little percentage <laughs> of that seven billion. You know, the um, get my uh, half a percent of all that. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I'd love half yeah. a percent of a billion. The, uh, yeah. We all would. Um, yeah. uh, the, uh, nobody would not take that. Right. The, um, right. Uh, but right. yeah, no, it's crazy. Like how much they spend and like and how creative it's becoming. Yes. And like you know, and how much you know things are expanding. It's just I think it's just the natural progression of things. They, I um, agree. I agree. I think that part of that too is. With all the 80s horror movies, and then we had the 90s, which kind of sucked for horror movies, and the early millennia that kind of, no, I shouldn't say sucked. They just weren't as good as the 80s. And people started, kept going back to the 80s. And then it became, how do you top that? How do you become scary after all this? Everything's been done. And people found ways, and there were more scary things come out. And I thought, I, I, I never thought I could get scared by a horror movie again, because I've watched so many of them. Am I jaded? Am I just, you know, nothing can scare me because I love the thrill of being scared and nothing's scaring me anymore. And then Ring came out and yeah. I was like terrified of Ring. And I'm like, holy cow. That, that is one of those fucking it. Japanese people, that, man. They know how to get that shit done. That's Dude, the, I'm all about that. That's that one. The original. Well, I'm going to be honest. The first, the American one. The American version. The American right, right, right. version. Not right. to shit on the Japanese no, no, one. Right. Ringu is good. Ringu's good. But but the, the American one, that is one of the I mean, I've, I've been spooked by horror movies, but that is one of the b- big horror movies that truly scared and f- disturbed me for a few days. Is the yeah, I, it was I just totally freaking like yeah. most because mostly I mean, like, yeah, I like spooky horror movies and stuff, but they usually kind of bring me, you know, it's kind of one of those like, do they actually scare you or do they more fill you with joy, you know, and think about you know, that. There's, but there's a correlation with that. That's and, and one is. of the reasons horror is so popular is because the. The exhilaration you get of being scared is an adrenaline mm-hmm. rush. Right. It's, and it, that's what pe- that's why when I felt so exhilarated the next morning after going having nightmares all night and tossing and turning, being scared of every shadow in the room, that I woke up excited. Well, dude, everybody has that. I'm, has I'm, that uh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, you go ahead. You no, go no ahead. I was just going to say everybody has their memory. And, you know, and we it's, it's I'm like getting a deja vu here because yesterday we were literally talking about how because fear is a is 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 part of your lizard brain. It's so primal that like everybody understands fear, yeah. but you know, but everybody understands that moment. Like it, I think everybody here, everybody that I know um, that that loves horror movies, can probably trace back to a moment like yours. I mean, I was, and I watched it years later, and it's kind of eh, whatever. But I was watching House on Haunted Hill. Oh, the original. The, 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 no, no, the remake the, with James Woods. Oh, um, uh, the original. With, okay. uh, sorry, the remake with James Woods. Okay, and I did not watch. I was. Um, literally in my mom's apartment, you had to walk, um, down a hallway to get from the bedroom to the, to the bathroom. And there was a little open area in the living room and that's where the TV was. And my mom and um, uh, then later my stepdad were watching House on Hunt Hill. And it happened to be the scene where James Woods was going up to talk to his security officer at the fucking, with all the screens. James Woods is in that? Yeah, um, and he pulled his and he pulled the chair around. I might be conflating two different movies. You mean Jeffrey Rush or no? I don't. It, it, the main character literally grabbed the chair 
of the security guard that's watching all the monitors and pulled him around and his face, skull, and brain are gone. Oh. And I was eight and I saw that. <laughs> and I'm like, holy fuck! The, um, uh, the, um, uh, the, um, yeah. it, it, I was, it, that was the craziest fucking thing I've ever seen. And yeah. the effect was good. They had a really good, uh, uh dummy to actually do the practical. And and I and I and I, and, and I remember like go, and then leaving because my, my mom never saw me. I told her she told her years later about that. She's like, you were, you saw that? You saw that? This is also the same mom that said that wrecked it, your brain. Yeah, that, like literally a month later, my mom's like, like, oh, you can watch the 1986 blob. It's a lot like the fifties <laughs> one. The um, uh, and <laughs> yeah, and I scary. saw that fucking scene <laughs> where the kid dies, where the kid dies badly yeah. at the same age that that yeah. kid was. The um, and, and and my mom and my mom like quickly after that scene like grabbed the fucking remote trying to turn it off i was yeah. like it's too late mom my my, my childhood's already scarred thanks yeah um yep. uh, but it, but i have a very distinct memory about watching that scene with a guy with no face yeah. and be you know being like that was fucking crazy but also that's fucking cool they yeah. um uh, yeah. like and, and and like and it's it's amazing that like you know and then years later i met these crazy people and you know and then you know i became more of a fan but you know it's funny that everybody has those distinct memories zach has those memories of being two and watching predator um or freddy or jason yeah, or whatever the case may is the um uh, you know he has a lot of those uh, those memories that kind Dude, of explains a lot shit like from the age of like i said Probably. watching horror movies and playing games since two years old my yeah. first video game ever was mortal kombat 2 <laughs> <laughs> that is where my video game legacy started they ripped right your spinal there. cord out your ass Cold they, uh, specifically <laughs> The, um, just that uh, whole hatchet. What, yeah. what is this? Is awesome. Yeah. What yeah. is like the first scary character you guys can recall watching in a movie? Shit. Freddy Krueger. Well, like I as mean, a little kid, yeah. You know, yeah, for me Wolf it was Man. uh Freddy Wolfman. Uh, specifically, um, Wes Craven's new Nightmare. That was the first like really? slasher movie that, that I remember watching. Yeah, interesting. Like, that, like I, I know though. I've watched stuff with my so mom. So you've seen beforehand. that before you saw the original. Yeah. So nightmares? okay. So when it comes to the nightmare and the Friday movie, so when nightmare it was um, was Craven's new nightmare. Yeah. Then starting from one and going all the way back up, with Friday the Thirteenth, it was part seven was the first, then eight, nine, ten, then one, two, three, four, five, and then Friday versus Jason. The, um, so uh, they yeah. got better for you as you went because if you started seven and then worked your way back to one. Then you got to appreciate how good one was, well, I hope, or two, actually. Really. So here's the thing. Seven, like, I'm, the Kane Hodder movies are my favorite, without yeah. a shadow of a doubt. Right, Seven yeah. is my all-time favorite. Uh, ten is my second favorite. Then mm. it's uh, eh, part three, part four, and then you could kind of mix and match. My least favorite is part five, but I still enjoy it. It is still a is, fun movie. Was five but Manhattan? It is, no, five was... Re- no, 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 no. The kid, Eight was had, Manhattan. Eight part was five Manhattan. was the one with Roy, the guy who's not Jason. The, okay. Dude, five All is right. literally the Halloween three of the Friday Thirteenth yeah. franchise, to a degree. The uh, what? Yeah, is that the okay? There was a figure I saw of a Jason without the mask, but is but he's like wearing like a headpiece yeah, or something. That's that's Roy. That's uh, what that so is. So the one with the the blue chevrons, okay. on the hockey mask, yeah. or the one where it has that where it looks like he's wearing the headpiece or whatever. That's Roy. So that's the plot you were talking about, where they were almost like trying to eradicate Jason, but it's like, well, we got to do another one. So they actually made it like a person was being. Yeah. Jason. So they were kind of going to go with the idea that um, essentially somebody was going to take up that mantle with each movie, but everybody's just like they hated that idea. So it's just mm. like, all right, let's just bring Jason back from the dead. And, you and said that's, that's where you how get he, part six. And that's how he became, you said, actually, undead Jason. Yeah, undead Jason, See, zombie Jason, whatever you want to call that's it. That's when he went to a supernatural. Because before yes, that, that was officially. the thing. 
That's why I mean, roided so, out zombie. So he yeah, was not. Well, so Jason was not supernatural in the original. No, no, he was a mutant. No, he was not. He was not in, supposed to be. He was basically two, a mutant. The, right. um, he's basically a mutant. That's a kid I mean. who lived on his own in the woods and raised himself. What was something that you thought would be easy would, it would end up being incredibly difficult? And then also the inverse. What is something that you thought would be incredibly difficult but actually ended up being very easy? Uh, specific to Your, Monster yeah, Purge? The, yeah, okay. the Monster Purge, yeah. Um, I'd say one thing that was – well, let's start with that I thought was super easy that turned out to be really hard um, was the creative – process to put scenes and the layout of the run together interesting i have seen my buddy bob's run and how he did it i had seen skyler's run and how he did it uh so knowing that and knowing i wanted to be different and i thought oh this is going to be a cakewalk because i did you know home haunts for so long that's all i did was come up with the path and what scenes are going to be where and what's the story of everything and a lot of the everybody else doesn't do the story Right. They just it's the story is the zombies. It's a zombie apocalypse. Go out and kill them. I'm creating a story much like the haunted houses do, at least in our area. They do uh, where there's a reason things are happening and there's a reason things are. This scene is this way. And the next scene is a progression of that scene. It's not just random scenes put together. There's a story there. And I thought, ah, I do this all the time. There's no problem. And then coming out with a reason for this to happen and coming up with the character that's causing all this stuff. Then it was like, okay, this is taking a lot more time. I'm getting way more in depth than I thought it was going to be. I'm, I'm going overboard on the story and, you know, creating a scene and making this make sense. Maybe I should just make it a scary scene. And then I'd come back and I'm like, no, no, I got, I want this to be good. I want this to be right. So I'm, I'm making it hard on myself, I guess is, is basically what I'm doing. So, and then something that I thought would be incredibly hard that turned out to be super easy was driving the bus. Really? I thought, because I was a little intimidated, it is not a stick. It is oh, an automatic, but it's a push-button automatic, which is weird because you push it in reverse and you push a button to go on a neutral. And, and it's air brakes and hydraulic brakes over air brakes wow. in the back. Interesting. It's four-wheel steering, meaning you turn the wheels in front, the big steering wheel for the front, and then there's a switch on the side that you click to the right to make the back wheels turn right. So I can you know, make sharper turns and whatnot. And I thought, oh, that, how do I, you know, with the, once you start doing it, you get the hang of it. It's not that tough. And oh. I can crab walk with the damn thing. That's oh, pretty shit. cool. That I is can awesome. turn all the way to the right, but then just kind of park it to the side. That, that's that's, that's <laughs> fucking fantastic. That turned out to be actually, it's a lot of fun driving the bus. No, you cannot drive the bus. <laughs> the, I've got drivers. You well, keep I, you keep your four girls. I don't have a license, but can I drive the bus? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus you Christ. may not. No. <laughs> the, all right, uh, all right no, can sir. I park the bus on top of Mark? Uh, oh, ooh. No. That does sound fun, though. But no, but I'm, no, I'm afraid he's going to pop my tires. The, um, shit, you're probably yeah, right. Shit, yeah. dude. <laughs> Lucky for popping tires. <laughs> so about those Cadillacs. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah, right. the um, uh, vertically yeah. or horizontally? How yeah, many? Right, how many can we fit in here? The um, uh, so uh, chop them up. Awesome, man, dude. We're, we're so yeah. fuck. We're so fucking excited about this, man. Yeah. The um, uh, so I, I before we get to the question of the podcast, is there any other fun tidbits that you wanted to add about this um, uh, this incredible new thing? Uh. Being that it's a new venture, this, the simple fact that this is our first year out, uh, I want it to be as good as possible. I ran out of money to 
finish it months ago, and I'm still going to finish this. So I want it to be as epic as possible now. And then come people to come back next year and say, okay, if it was that good now, maybe it's going to be better. And damn right it's going to be better. Um, because that's the whole thing. It's it's its first year. And I'm not going to make excuses for it. It's going to be a fantastic ride. I'm just saying that I want to keep improving year after year. So that every year it'll be a different monsters, different scenes, maybe a different storyline, maybe a different main character. Um, it's going to be different every time so you can keep coming back to it. And we do have people that have already been asking about season tickets because they want to come every weekend. We don't have season tickets yet, but by next year we'll have season tickets. That's, that's, cool. that's, so, that's fucking awesome. Come so, frequent. The, um, so I do have a question in the podcast because um, it kind of stems into what we've been talking about and, and a couple other things. And then in truest uh, fashion, uh, because Lon is our guest, he can answer first. But if he doesn't have an answer right away, he can always pass the buck and we can come <laughs> back to him. Um, okay. So challenge. What is a Halloween attraction that you have not seen been done that you would love to see? Oh my, the Alma, um, because the, because, uh, because there's a, it's, it keeps constantly progressing and you're obviously introducing something new and I'm like, this is going to keep going. So what is something that, that you're like, damn, I wish that they would do X. Interactive horror movies inside of a haunt. Explain. Okay. Uh, I would love it if there was an experience. Experience that was beyond just walking through the haunted house sort of and I don't want to say it's like an escape room where you have tasks but let's just say you do have to do certain things to get out so in other words when you go in there if you follow the storyline you know that there's a goal if you want to get out so you're part of the story and you learn about the story because I've, I love haunted houses that have a story, but when you go through them, sometimes you're rushing through so fast and there's so many things. You go like this, and next thing you know, you're out of it. And I'm like, man, that was some cool stuff. I want to go back through just to look at the stuff, and I want to take my time. But, you know, they push it through because they've got to get more people in. Yep. Uh, I would love it if it was smaller groups and you had a goal and you had to become part of the storyline. Whereas if you got three doors in front of you, you got to pick which door you're going to go into. Or if there's... Um, like you got a choice to go through the woods or go through the swamp. You got to pick which one you do because one will kill you. One, one leads you to the exit, let's say, and the other one actually lets you continue on. Nice. That's, That's what cool. I would go. Nice. The, um, uh, I, I, I just thought of something, but I think Zach's going to steal it. So I don't want to steal it from him. Oh, you um, got to steal it from the, him. Nah, 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 I'm not gonna do that. Okay. But I, I think, some, I think I something that would be awesome that hasn't this, that is done, but not really done is, uh, cause I'm all about like, you know, finding out how the sausage is made and, and things and like and, and things. I would love to have like um, tours or classes for regular folks to come in and be taught how to first of all be taught about the ins and outs of, of running a haunted house. Yeah. And also, you know, just giving them a tour and showing them how the mechanics work and how the, the science behind it all works. That and then sense. also do and having having the scare actors literally bring them into the nooks and crannies of it because there's a lot of like really dark spots in haunted houses where a lot yeah. of security guards hang out and a lot right. of other things right. and have them like charge them a private tour to literally 
sit in the back in the shadows or behind like a you know a see-through um, glass and everything wow. else, the reversible glass, and then just watch it from the actor's perspective and how the whole thing works from behind the scenes. It's almost like a you know a backlot tour, so to speak, about how it all you know fits together and how it all works. Now, of course, you I know mean, a, lot, awesome. a lot of people wouldn't you know wouldn't like it because they don't want to you know reveal the magician's secrets. Right. But I think it would be very cool for the general public to because you know the thing. When you're a kid, you just go into a haunted house. You know, right. you're a teenager, you go into a haunted house. When you're an adult, you just go into a haunted house. Like, you know, you're, um, uh, you know, and you just want to be scared. But you, but sometimes you take for granted, and I'm sure as you know, how much hard work and dedication from every angle this comes in. Not just the the people who run the front office, the designers, the 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 science behind it, the actors, and how they have to, you know, when to scare people and yeah. when to flash the misdirection. I mean, there's there's so much like you know science behind it. Of let's have a strategic um, fan here, you know, a blow fan here. So you look this way, and then by the time you're readjusting your fucking head, there's already a dude right here. Right. The um, there's right. an there's a it's a dance. It's a dance. And it to, is. And to, to to explain the choreography to somebody and like and really give them an appreciation i think would be a really cool experience i've got something for you because first of all i think that's awesome uh hell's gate does a webisode or a web show have you seen them i have not seen them no no no. they have something where it's behind the scenes of how they do what they do and the storyline it's sort of like a a reality show kind of thing that they just put together themselves um but it's them putting together a haunted house. No, for and sure. And they go through it like John Laflamboy is a very, uh, he's a very theatrical kind of guy. So he makes sure there's storylines and he makes sure that the characters in the sight lines. So like if you're going to a room where everything's on one level, you're not going to see it. You got to put some stuff on the floor. You got to put some stuff above yeah. and it's all systematic. And um, another good friend of mine uh, from uh, uh, Evil Intentions, uh, Michael Fitzpatrick, he's really into that. Like there's so much work that goes into it and 80% of the people are scared and run right by and don't see it and don't get to appreciate the artistry that went into that set. Exactly. If you see them during the daylight, you're still, they're still impressively scary sets with so much detail. And you're like, half the people don't see them, but it's there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think and then that's, you know, and from, from at least from what I want, it's almost the difference between walking the back lot and then watching a behind the scenes DVD mm-hmm. commentary, mm-hmm. you know, like to have that, that right. visceral experience of right. being there and touching the, the sets and being present with them. And everything else. that's a whole different ball game. And I think as we've approached into this crazy fucking digital age and everything else where everything is so separated and everything else, it, right. it'd be cool to, to invite them into the real thing. I think that's it, a great it, idea. You know, the Alma. Um, uh, so I'm sure somebody will steal that. Um, <laughs> uh, the um, So, uh, Vinster, the, uh, the, okay. uh, you got some opportunity to think the, about this, some stuff. This, uh, yeah, it took me a second, but I was like, okay, I got something. And this is something, fuck it. Maybe we'll fucking start this. I don't know. Oh, man. Um, this isn't quite. <laughs> you don't even know what it is. I don't even know. It may dude, suck. Dude, I've literally been, he's, he's been one of my well, closest friends for a well, decade. Uh, I don't, I don't, I can't, thing. I can't, I'm just going to go in it. Whatever. This wouldn't be quite like a typical, necessarily, like a tra- I mean I guess in a way it's an attraction but it would more be and this is again the theater and the writer person coming out of me would be a whether it's a company whether whatever but a a staging of completely original like a collection of original horror plays yep. completely original written by original writers 
and staged and everything. You would go in with your ticket. You would see one show. Maybe there'd be like an intermission. You'd see another. And they could even be almost like one acts, you know, like in the range of like 30 to 40 minutes each long. Maybe do three, four of them or something. And I, I just think a company could really do something with that. I mean, and you could I think I think it would definitely be very big during Halloween. But this is something you could technically do off and on year round hell you could even have special ones centered around holidays what if you did a christmas horror one where exactly. it was Becoming a collection it was a collection of three or four christmas horror plays the original and it would just give actors and 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 especially writers such a creative outlet who want to explore that kind of thing absolutely and there's like there's nowhere near the amount of theater horror not then, enough. Then there should yes. be. There should be way fucking and if, more. And if there was, I, I guarantee you, theater would actually gain a bigger audience. Oh, yeah, dude, It would absolutely. gain a massive audience because, you know, there's – I hate to say it. There's a reason people believe the theater's dying. Well, dude, and also, dude, and, and there's only so many fucking musicals you can watch. Um, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and this is something coming from somebody who loves musicals. Same. Like there's, Same. there's only so many musicals that you can watch. I mean, eventually, you know, it, it, it gets fucking tiring to yeah. say, you know, like, you know, the um, I love you. Let me tell you how I feel. Like, you right, know, and I'm busting right, in a fucking right. song. Like, I, I, I'm good. Well, and, and, and off that, you can only see how many plays can you go see that are just like – some social whatever sure. thing, some kind of message <laughs> spewing story or some like something with like, you know, it's always got to be something heavy or something real life or something this and that. It's like you ever think that people want to go maybe see a play of a story that's just fucking fun to that escape. just takes you. Yeah, that just takes you into some wild world and tells you a wild fucking story. And that can still be done on stage. Yeah, it absolutely can be done on stage. You so know? there's a reason why. I love the Evil Dead play. Exactly. The, um, it's one of the, the exactly. greatest play I've ever seen. Such a fun time. Splatter zones are necessary. <laughs> the, um, in, 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 in any show. I, my I idea. Shit, if you're doing Hello Dolly, the, the fucking splatter zone for you. Well, and that's the thing. My idea with this would be have you could absolutely have the splatter zones in these plays. You could have a bit, little bit of audience, even interaction. Or, you know, I, I mean, there is a theater that does that. I mean, there's all sorts of ways this could be well dude i mean you can also do it like the like the horror version of tony and tina's wedding (laughs) like literally have the fucking audience like in there with the actors and everything else would be fucking balls man it'd be great the um uh, so zag attack with oh my i'm sure you got a couple different things so i got kind of two specifically so the first one is i want kind of a shooter haunting house experience and the first thing that comes to mind is something solo like you go in alone you have a double barrel shotgun filled with something that won't kill somebody or actually kill him if you get enough actors <laughs> and make it like a doom experience so it's just like oh, you're doom, walking you through the gates of hell or into a unsc uh mar or uac mars laboratory or something like that and you're just killing demons from doom and shit like that but here's the thing you have to be alone you are the slayer you're going and you're just kicking ass ripping and tearing like a motherfucker that would be awesome now another thing is <laughs> as, long as, as long as you're not too passionate they, uh, yeah yeah I mean, and like there's dude Lon, i'm like i'm telling you man like it's so like there's there's just not enough man there's not enough passion dude the second one is like i'm feeling I, very not inspired right now shut up mark <laughs> <laughs> so the second one is a true predator hunting experience. So this one would have to take place in a forest, a jungle, yeah, or something true. like that. You have an actor who's 
preferably big and nimble and can like climb trees and shit like that and leap from branch to branch and just hunt whatever group of people you have loaded with like one guy has to get a chain gun like we have to have the blaine of the group right. we got it, it's just like you have to hunt either get the fuck away from the predator survive the predator or somehow kill the predator Make it even cooler. Make it to where he can, like, he has a biomass that can only see in thermal, and he has to use that thing. So if you really want to get into it and lather yourself up in mud <laughs> and actually use it as active camo to make it that much cooler, you can. These are the two ideas I want to see, and if I had enough money, I would make them. The, um, this, come on, kill me now. <laughs> Do it! It also reminds me of, like, the, the, the best fucking line in Honest Trailers for, uh, for Predator, the movie that is so good you 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 completely forget that 75% of it is silently looking at trees <laughs> it's so true Jack I think your idea and my idea are much closer than you think and no. not to being reality but I mean like the ideas itself oh absolutely mine's an interactive thing and yours is an interactive that's, thing in a sort of different direction but it's the same sort of concept that's one of the reasons I why I possible. love your idea it's just I think it's you, possible you, I, I'm hoping yeah. that the guns are spaced close enough apart so I could just go akimbo on those motherfuckers. Well, like, I knew you'd ah! have to go. The, uh, yeah, the d- double. Dude, you know, and also, too, it's just, just a, I think we all can agree, and there's a certain economics with this, unfortunately, but I, I think if you adjusted some of your price points, you could probably figure it out. There is not enough haunted houses where you rock solo or just rock with your group. Agreed. Like, right. there isn't yeah. enough. There isn't enough of that. And I get that there's an economics thing with this. A, a very, very short story. It was at Halloween Horror Nights, and it was the end of the night, and we were at the end of the end of the park. And if you've ever been to a major theme park, you'll know that it takes a long time for people to walk the fuck out. And and those are that last hour is the is the time when you get to sneak into all the rides, like because yeah. then there's a five minute wait. And we were at the far end of the park, and there was a haunted house that we hadn't been. It was a forest theme park, it, um, forest theme haunted house. It was great, and we and there was a couple like um, uh, the people who run the lines, a couple of um, uh, you know staff members. We're just chilling. It's that moment, like right before close, when you got to do all the bullshit, and they're, they're just chilling, talking. Like, hey, you know, hey, um, are you guys still open? Can we just run in there? And they, and they're like, and they're like, yeah, absolutely. But just so you know, you're the only ones that are going to be in there, man. Like, it's just you and the actors. And then all of us collectively looked at each other. And we we're like, fuck yeah. Oh yeah. So we so we went in there right away. And that experience. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love I, I, Halloween Horror Nights. I love haunted houses. You you go through the the conga line as we call it. Thanks. The um, uh, but when you're there with just your group. It's a you hear things too, by the way. Other things that the art, the, the artists that came up with those haunted houses have added in that you don't normally hear when there's a large crowd. You hear the little crickets in the background and cracks and things like that, and in like little movements, and you're like, "This is a totally different experience." Yeah, and 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 it's much I, more real, much more real, yeah. and, and much more visceral. And I know that there are several people that would pay a higher price point yeah. to just do it as a group. Like if a normal ticket costs thirty bucks make it 50 right and it's just right. you and your group and then they have a clicker and they time it right. they um uh, you know to, to keep it going i think people would pay that extra price point uh, to, I, go, to go and solely i, I was gonna say like for that whole like doom slayer experience i'd pay a hundred dollars i don't give a fuck right yeah, yeah they, right, there's right, some right. there's some things that people have nostalgia towards and i really think that people would pay extra money to go in just solo totally agree 
Totally agree. Yeah. I would have. I would have paid more to go into some of these haunted houses so I have the time to look at the stuff and appreciate what they did. Well, it's, it's get to into the story more. It's, it's a, right. it, I, I, although I do, I do that and I get in trouble um, uh, because I, I jam up the fucking line. The, um, uh, the, See, um, that's what I mean. The, you uh, don't want to be able to get in trouble for yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah, want to enjoy they, it. They, they, I, get, I get like a fucking flagged over like a, like a right. nervous air traffic controller operator. Right. Like, right. go, right. go, right. go. Right. Like well, a fucking Navy SEAL jumping out of an airplane. That brings me that brings me back to one idea. So this is another idea I had kind of as a suggestion for like the Halloween Horror Nights people or whatever. If you want to get people through the haunted house quicker, what you do is you make a haunted house where you're chased through the fucking thing. Sure. So yeah. it's just like as soon as you enter, you there's like one guy is just like, wait, 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 run. Yeah. And it's just like Leatherface is chasing you the entire time. And you're like, fuck. I, I will sign a waiver. I don't give a shit. If I... If I break my leg, it's that much cooler. Right. It's going to suck, as long as you sign the waiver. It's that much cooler. It's like, Zex is all about the art. I'm the one who has to has to think about the lawsuits. You could the, almost, uh, you could almost awesome. like, add in, like, a tag element to it. Like, what if, like, Ooh. if you got tagged, you get, like, knocked out of it or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you can't continue. And you got to go through, like, the you know exit doors or something. Otherwise, some people might not run. They'll they be like, run. oh, you come at me, bro. Yeah. But you're right. If there's a motivation for them to run. Well, they, they, yeah, they did that so with yeah, the, zomb- a, a, a zomb- like a... the zombie K run where they actually had regular people and they have sure. the flags. Sure. They have flags and on they, them, like, flag football. And the that's a great idea. And then you die. And I'm like, that's that's perfect to enter in the haunted house. That's a great idea. So I've got this concept for one of the rooms in the haunted house if I ever get to actually doing my own haunted house kind of thing. But with a big warehouse where you walk into this one room and it you can't see anything on both sides. All you see is way across the way, a light over one doorway that says exit. And you're like, okay, all I got to do is make it through this completely dark room, the size of a warehouse to get to that other thing. And as you step into the room and the door shuts behind you, lights go on off in the distance and there's hundreds of zombies. <laughs> And they all start charging at you. And you have to make it to that door before I hundreds of zombies get you. I love this br- br- idea. Right? Bring, a, bring a, spare pair, a pair of pants. Exactly. They, because uh, it's that one yourself. rush where you're like, all right, I don't know what's there. So I got to make it to that, which is scary. But then you're like, when you get to see that many people coming after you yeah you're gonna run absolutely so. absolutely so well gentlemen we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna close this out this has it's been, only ab- been three hours i know it's right. only been three hours it's been absolutely Jeez. fantastic the uh, lawn <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much one? for that. Was that, that one? Was a game show? I don't know what. Dude, Zach is having way too much fun with this sound effect. Lon, Jesus sir, Christ. this is your opportunity to look directly into camera, that one specifically, all and right. tell all the nice people where they can find you on your social medias, talk about where they can find about this new business venture, pretty much every media plug you can think of. Great. So, Black Martin. Go to blackmartin.shop. You can find our products there. We do lots and lots of trade shows, conventions, horror conventions. In the Chicagoland, Wisconsin, Indiana area, come out and visit us. Follow us on Facebook. You can find out where we're going to be and what projects we're working on next. And, of course, the big thing is Monster Purge. Brand new for Illinois and St. Charles. We're the only one of our kind within 200 miles. So come see us at Monster Purge. Buy your tickets ahead of time. Buy them now because it is possible they get sold out. You won't be able to get in. We will be open every weekend in October, including the last two days of September. But Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all through October, including Halloween Day, which is a Monday this year, we will also be open on Halloween Day. We start around 6, we end around 11, depending on what day it is. So come on out and see us for the most unique haunted experience in Chicagoland. 
Monsterperch.com. That is awesome. Thank you so much. The um, uh, And then, of course, uh, Mr. Vinny, always an absolute pleasure having you on, man. Oh, um, uh, dude, uh, dude, stay tuned to the Midwest Horror. We have an awesome uh, new show that we're developing. And yep. actually, you know oh, what? I'm yes. going gonna, gonna to announce it right now. I'm excited. It, it, is, it, it is called um, uh, Ghost 666. 666 Ghost. My dyslexic ass. You had one chance to not fuck that up. Yeah, you know what? I was either going to fuck up the title of your last name. I, I picked both. the title. Doing both. The um, uh, <laughs> pick the title. Um, it's gonna be a fantastic show. We we thought of we thought what would it be like if we mixed Reno nine one one with Ghost Hunters. Um, uh, us being all awesome fans of and both um, myself. Vinny and Zach will all be in the show. Um, uh, we're going to rope Lon into being a guest spot at some point. Um, it's absolutely going to happen. It's going to be a terrific show. Um, completely. On PC for those people, I suggest if you are easily offended, do not watch the show. But if you do have a really good sense of humor and you love that type of comedy, the Reno 911, old school comedy central type of comedy, you will absolutely love this show. Stay tuned. We're going to be filming it and releasing it very, very soon. That being said, thank you so much for uh, for stopping by the Nightmares podcast. It is always awesome to see you all. Um, you, if you were watching us on YouTube, as I knock that, you know, it's the Italian thing, man. Fucking too much hands. The uh, too many hands, dude. Too too much. Too much hands. If you are watching this on YouTube, if you'd be so awesome to stab that like button, smash that subscribe, and click that little dingy bell to be notified every time we drop amazing content, just like that show I just told you about. You can uh, find this podcast where all podcasts are available, uh, YouTube, uh, Anchor, Spotify, all those great ones. And if you be so kind to check us out on social media, we are on Facebook, we are on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Slasher, the social media for all things horror. Thank you so much. And we will see you next time on the Nightmares Podcast. Bye, guys. Go to wide. Everybody else, wave. Hey, everybody, wave. Everybody, wave to wide camera. Yay! Lon's got the 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 royal. Like I'm just turning the light bulb. Just turning the light bulb. Gene pulls a jacuzzi. Back up.